I've kept this for years. Because someday it'll be up to you. I don't want you to be afraid. I want you to understand. Knowledge is the only weapon we've got left. In the beginning, it was ignorance that destroyed us. I saw the first. But soon the world saw millions. No one knew how they spawned so fast. They swarmed like locusts, burning everything in their path. One dragon down, three men dead, oh yeah. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Sure. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 515. I'm Scott Johnson, joined by Brian. You spend way too much time picking apples, Dunaway. Maybe not enough time. Mm. These apples are delicious. Mm. Oh look, Matt McConaughey threw me one from the from the tank. Where'd you get that from, buddy? Anyway, <laughs> oh hi. I'm all the horrible tropes of a toxic male wrapped into a dragon. Check out my ratty appearance. How to get all these holes in my wings? Who knows? But these are my comfy wings, and I'm not going shopping for new ones ever. <laughs> Speaking of never le- leaving the house area, can you blame me? I worked through the entire last ice age and had just barely closed my eyes around 12,000 years ago when suddenly some kid and his mom comes busting into my bedroom like they own the place. Let's build a train, Billy. You like trains, right, Billy? No, Mommy, I want a Lincoln like the cool American kids. Oh, man. They really put me into a foul mood. A dragon's lair is his castle. Anywho, I'm up now. So I sent the wives out for some food. I'm famished. I told you about the 12,000-year nap, right? Oh, look, here comes Margaret. What the hell is this, Margaret? How am I supposed to eat ash? I specifically said I wanted meats, Margaret. I wanted them meats rare. Oh, you thought I said rar, not rare. Well, <laughs> what would a rar look like? This? Okay. You never listen, Margaret. Get out of here. Shoot. In fact, all of you egg-laying leeches, get out of here. Rar. Okay, I hear it. Oh, no. Is that time of day when the light transitions from less dark to more dark. The magic hour, as I call it. Sucks to be a dragon hour. Dragon. <laughs> I sure hope the meats don't form an uprising and turn the tables on me. Oh, look. I think that meats has an axe. Oh, sure. You meats, go ahead. Have your little soiree. Personally, you disgust me. Oh, hi, Quinn. Have you seen my wives? You killed them all. Oh, thank you, Quinn. Thank you. Look, I really wanted to hate the man dragon, but it won me over. Sorry, world. Humans suck. Randy? <laughs> Oh my gosh, there's some good stuff in there. Mineable content. Uh, also with us, as mentioned, uh, Randy, 600 pounds of horse flesh, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi, Did I ever tell you boys about the time I ran a full end-to-end tunnel boring company? No. It's a true story. It was called Most Boring. And there's nothing more <laughs> exciting than boring for a living. And I'm going to teach you my three key secrets to boring your way to success. Number one, your foreman shouldn't be a man. Your foreman should be a forewoman. See, we live in a world where the men outnumber the women by like 10 to 1, as you know. So, 
Make sure your tunneling crew is led by a single mom who has a precocious child. Number two, liberally invite your employees' children into your dangerous workplace. You know how your crew is required to wear a hard hat and safety glasses and steel-toed boots all the time? Not their children. Be as welcoming as possible when the kids come by. Find a new cave that could require a breathing apparatus to safely explore. The rule for adults is the breathing apparatus, not for kids. Give a kid a flashlight and chase them right in there. Number three, (laughs) when disaster strikes your job site, don't worry. Just get on that elevator of yours that's made mm. of coat hangers and chicken wire and get the fork out of there. Mm. Pressing the up button over and over makes your elevator go faster. <laughs> it's well known. Yeah. Those, those are three helpful steps. I appreciate the... Uh, I, I like it when something's nice and organized and three very simple steps. Uh, I also, appreciate that you stuck with the, the, the uh, PG rating of foul language. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't explore beyond that. Nope. That was nice. No, that was nice. Uh, with us finally, Brian Eden's not burning. It's burnt. Ibbit. It's burnt. Hello, Americans, and welcome to the Northumberland station. You'll spend the whole day jumping out of your helicopter to capture dragons, but by night, you belong to me. Yes, I'm the entertainment director here at Northumberland, and it's my job to schedule the poorly remembered movies that our limited team of actors will perform to entertain the children. I'll save you three seats for your helicopter jumpers. Oh, two seats. Okay, thank you. One seat. All right, good. Coming up at 5 p.m., it's episode 5 of the Space Wars series, The Empire Hits Again. <laughs> After that epic laser sword battle at 6 p.m., it's something for the kids. Follow the adventures of an old man and the boy scout that befriends him in Elderly Floating Balloon Man. <laughs> Quinn thinks there's a talking dog in this one, so uh, we'll see how that works out. Then we ramp up the action and sci-fi at 8 p.m. with Terminator 5, Salivation. Uh, Billy, you'll be in charge of uh, Quinn's lights for that one. Good luck. And finally, we'll continue with the third season of Designing Women, the only piece of pop culture that Creedy knows backwards and forwards for some reason. Tonight's episode, Julia Sugarbaker learns that her son is quitting college to marry his pregnant girlfriend. Places, everyone! (laughs) God, I forgot I, it was she was I forgot she was Sugar Baker. I'm God, also a little surprised name. that not all three of you did something about that stage Star Wars business. I was sure that would come I, out. that's the reason why I backed out of that. I was going to and I was like mm-hmm. actually I was gonna do that or the prayer. I was gonna do a, a you know, oh, what do you yeah. do when we are awake? Yes, yeah. keep both yeah. eyes on the sky. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I had I that you... written down as a possible yeah. yeah. Like you know, I, <laughs> didn't know we... where to go with it. Sure. Yeah. Can I go right to the official description? Mm-hmm, please. Ooh, yes, sure. please. Rain of fire, a brood of fire breathing dragons emerges from the earth and begins setting everything ablaze, establishing dominance over the planet. Wow. Wow. Too bad there were no dragons in this film. Yeah. All, <laughs> yeah, for, for all the technically minded, they're wyverns because they don't have the front legs. Uh, true dragons right. have the front legs and the back legs. And uh, yeah, these, these guys had attached uh, arms to the wings, right? So it was kind of, yeah, that, that's the, that's not a dragon. No, that's a, a drakes. Wow. Uh, you got some dragon kind of adjacent. drakes and uh, wyverns and a different, different, different style, basically. If you want full, I'm the, I'm the only one of the four of us that didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, huh. no, that's true. 
Do you ever I notice? I didn't know it before I read the Wikipedia. Okay. I mean, come on. Don't give my don't give me too much credit. The reason I know this, the reason I know this is there's this dragon beef going on between me and John Jagger. Um, I oh, like dragons, nice. like dragon the, beef. I like Dra- Elder Scrolls beef. dragons, which are technically wyverns, and he likes uh, Final Fantasy dragons, which have the four legs, but they also look right. ridiculous, uh, like a giant phallus, and I can't stand them. And so, what about what about the what, what about the snake dragons? Uh, yeah, those like are uh, Miyazaki style dragons. Right? Yeah, I don't know if though I don't know what you just call uh, Asian. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what you call those. Yeah, they're, those? The, they're the they're the wingless dragons. They just they they just slink about like a never ending story. They're sometimes called worms, uh, but not worms. worms like we spell. With a y. Yeah, I, exactly. I've always heard them called Oriental dragons, which I'm sure has finally fallen out of favor. Yeah, and <laughs> right. been replaced by Eastern dragons. Probably uh, it's the Eastern dragons. They're, they're yeah. also uh, sometimes called Chinese dragons, but yeah, they they're just long. They still have four legs. Yeah. And uh, they they typically don't have big wings, right? They, right. Like, they don't often. They don't they literally all. use magic to fly. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're magical dragons. Uh, and they're and they're uh, usually snow white, and they go oh ah yeah ah, yeah ooh. exactly yeah never any story baby. <laughs> uh, Brian Ibbett, do you know what a, a cockatrice is? Excuse me, pardon no, me, sir. Dude. Have you, Don't have fall you for that. Word? Save, save it for cockatrice. your Saturday night at Ibbot's house thing. Hold on, cockatrice is a that's a D and D thing. Um, yeah, it's we're really close yeah. to them in this movie. It's they're not quite cockatrice. cockatrices because cockatrices have big bodies and they have those hooks on yeah. the wings on yeah. the mm. these four hooks right on oh. the wings. Yeah, but they they, they these, often they often look like a, a chicken with dragon wings. Is more like what. Right. A these are <clears throat> these are definitely more kind of Lord of the Rings slash mm-hmm. um yeah. I don't know. Uh well Elder Scrolls games that look a lot like drag or the dragons slash wyverns in uh in um what's it called? <laughs> the Skyrim look just right. like these. Um they are totally my style. And as it turns out, this will shock nobody. I really like Rain of Fire. I liked it when it came out and I really oh, like it yeah. now. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure at least I think Ibit this is your first viewing. I thought it was right. And I, uh, for some reason, here, here was me going into the movie. Uh, Tina saying, what are we watching? Uh, Rain of fire. And like, yeah, I don't think we, I don't know if we've seen this or not. Mm. Uh, she's what's it about? I said, well, it's a bunch of dragons. And I think the head dragon is, uh, has Matthew McConaughey's voice. <laughs> nice, nice. Wow. That was, yeah. that was me describing the movie you to Tina even before we watched close. it. Uh, I know. But you do think you before i was i was you know conf- obviously conflating that sean connery dragon heart yeah, yeah. Uh, with the which came out reason. a few years prior i to love this, that though i love that you thought yeah. it was just his voice uh, <laughs> i was thinking i remembered that it took place in london and i i couldn't remember i knew it was like post-apocalyptic world but for some reason i was thinking that first dragon was gonna was gonna come out and go all right all right all right all right all right, all right. let me tell you about my where all the all right, where all, right. all the women drink yeah, where are all the women dragons yeah, where the women, women. yeah i just like with, with apologies to people like uh connery and uh cumberbatch I really prefer it when dragons don't speak with human voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you know what? It works pretty well in video games. It's not my favorite thing in movies. Um, I don't know why. Right. That's a that's a funny thing because the separation is is a fine one. And speaking intelligent, hyper intelligent dragons in in um, in video games work for me. I don't know why they don't. Right. Don't it takes it thing. takes a lot deeper. Uh, you don't in a movie. There's only an hour and a half, and it is real hard to establish something like that 
that you're not just quickly hand waving over, and so it doesn't doesn't play well. I agree. Well, and, and like with most creatures that talk in movies that shouldn't talk or don't talk in real life, right. the they sound just like people, which they wouldn't because their right. mouths are shaped differently. Like a a dragon sounding like Sean Connery. It would have its mouth stretched out and be, it wouldn't be able to enunciate the way that Sean Connery does. Uh, You succeeded in giving me a visual I wasn't planning on today. So thank you for that. (laughs) I was was pulling uh, the two sides of my mouth apart like a dragon. Yeah, like it would have to. It'd pull out its little wyvern claws and go, and have to make make an impression. And this movie is about uh, dragons that have been hibernating since the end of the dinosaurs. Like Mm -hmm. the story at the beginning is very confusing it's like Mm -hmm. uh turns out dragons were what uh killed off all the dinosaurs and then they've been hibernating ever since now i i think they just waiting for construction companies to unwrite them i think what they said was every ice age was brought on by they were trying to explain an entire history of every environmental Mm -hmm. event using dragons so right. that, that's where i kind of went with my twelve thousand years because well, that the, was the, the way the story is constructed dragons also shot kennedy yeah yeah right yeah um they uh they were responsible for uh the titanic oh uh, anyway um the <laughs> the thing the thing is like the way the story is constructed it's it sets itself up to be a long series and it's too bad i think i don't I, i'm yeah. not saying yeah. it's like this is like a great miss because there's some things here that don't work but like i just it just seems like they were setting themselves up like saying you know like we discovered some dragons and then they came out of that cave and took over the world from Mm -hmm, one cave Mm -hmm. and and that means that you know once we defeat them there's probably other caves underground in places that are filled with hibernating dragons ready to come out so you know we can tell more stories absolutely and they actually were i think going that route but this movie just barely made its money back and so it didn't go anywhere yeah which is unfortunate uh, it's an interesting run for this director rod rob bowman we talked about him a little bit because um uh, electra came up that's the other movie he directed oh yeah he's only Mm -hmm. ever made two movies and this is one and that's the other and this is the good one and that is the bad one um he did a lot of tv tons of television they're the same movie i I feel like i think I feel we like, better go around the table and decide which one's the good one, if there is a good one and a bad one in that well, list. Well, I feel like when Ele- Electra came out, oh, you know what? My my Echo thinks that's her name. She oh, keeps yeah. going off when I oh, say Electra. <laughs> anyway, Electra was so bad that he stopped again. So he has a sandwich career. It's all TV and then two movies and then all TV again. And he's still working, doing like tons didn't of he stuff. Do the, he did the first X-Files movie, though, didn't he? Or um, I- he directed a bunch of episodic stuff and then... Oh, that's a good question. Do I have this? I may have this wrong in my head about what there being a third movie. Um, hold on, director. Here we go. He definitely here, yeah. directed the uh, X Files movie and then produced the next one. Oh, here it is. Okay, okay. so the X Files film in '98, uh, and, and that's t- where Mulder sleeps for twelve thousand years, and then <laughs> yeah, it's the one. <laughs> yeah. Then he did a ton more episodes after that. Uh, 34 episodes in total uh, between the 94 and 2000 run of that entire series. But yeah, you're right. You're totally right. X-Files is the, is the third movie. So when X-Files... Easy, easy to see that, you know, get uh, to lose that because he did so many of the episodes. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dunaway, oh, I think cool. you've talked about it before, but you and I were kind of fans of that Mantis show that never took off. 
It's like two mm-hmm. se- two. It was like a season or something on Fox. Mm-hmm. Loved Mantis. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he was like executive producer and director of two episodes of that. Like the dude his, worked. His TV show though was Castle. Castle is the show that he sort of created and produced. Yeah, and he directed a bunch of episodes of that show. Yeah, and that's a, that's kind of underrated. That show Castle. Oh, oh yeah, I love Castle. That's yeah. a great show. Castle's awesome. My wife like, loves Castle. Oh my gosh. If you if you haven't seen it, you might be surprised to find out that there's 171 episodes yeah. and, yeah. Yeah. and like almost as. And an almost as believable story as Rain of Fire. Yeah, almost. Just about. <laughs> it's uh, Castle ran from 09 to 2016 and uh, was a good show. It was nice also to get Captain Mal back in something that wasn't Firefly uh, on the regular. But anyway, uh, so it's just an interesting career. And I just feel like Electra left such a bad taste in his mm-hmm. mouth because that thing bombs so bad that he was like, you know what? I'm going back to what I do normally. I'm just going to do yeah. TV. And Rain of Fire also considered a bomb. I mean, it it's still cleared, and now it is 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 enjoying its uh, cult oh, status. Yeah, yeah. but People love not it. to the point that a lot of cult movies have because maybe we've not. had trouble getting we've had trouble getting this somewhere streaming. I would argue that there yeah. aren't a lot of cult classic films from two thousand forward. It's hard to name them, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But this is this comes close. A lot of people in our in our uh, community are all fired up and mm-hmm. excited about this because. Yeah. To them, this is like, ah, cool creature movie. Our own uh, Frog Pants' own Garrett Weinzerl thinks it's like next to Jurassic Park in terms of enjoyment for him. Yeah, Um, and I I think, okay, I think part of that, you have to love the dragons in this movie as far as the visual aspect of it. It is just, Mm -hmm. they really, they were really way ahead of other movies. Yeah, they uh, looked awesome on this. Like when that yeah. thing, when the when it's uh, there's one hovering over the castle after its stealth kills it, mm-hmm. s- stealth mm-hmm. stabs the castle on the side with its fire face. Uh, right. It's hovering up on top with its giant, stretched out kind of bat wings, mm-hmm. and those wings are just enough translucent so that the fire contained yeah. below is just kind of leaking through the wings. It looks amazing now. Yeah, yeah. and and we haven't even gotten. We haven't even gotten really any better dragons. I mean, Game of Thrones, which had tons of dragons in it and a fairly those decent are, those budget. Those were good dragon, dragons, and, yeah. They were good. Yeah, so I mean, and it it looked about like this. And this is 2002. And yeah. I went back and looked, read some stuff. There was some interesting, you know, this is a Disney uh, special effects studio that was, animation studio that was doing some of this. Mm-hmm. And so they, they really, they went out of their way because pr- prior to this, we just had like texture wrapping around a lot of these dragons, like you would have seen in Dragonheart. Yeah. In but here they actually separated the scales and and created something that looked you know somewhat believable. And man, no, it looked the, legit. When the, the bull would like right. <clears throat> land and its head would shake a second before yeah. it would fire off mm-hmm, the two mm-hmm. the two valves of chemicals or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The epoxy uh, mix. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and oddly enough, that was this that changed everything for how dragons went going forward created fire because up until that point, uh, you didn't really explain fire dragon breath in that manner. It wasn't like a chemical reaction. Uh, yeah, you just assumed it was it. like oh, there, it's ma- it was more of a magical source, right? right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was from the yeah. belly. Yeah, this is, it, they just made him so visceral and so cool. And I remember at the time, some there was a lot of. Uh, criticism that these weren't smart talking dragons, that these weren't consistent right. with the the lore of dragons in general, and that they were just too sadistic and vicious, and they were more like mindless animals or whatever. 
but I think and it holds up. Ash, how does that even work? Yeah, I think That's it's the thing. The, the the movie doesn't really care. Like it's not the the script is not hung up on the world building in in the dragon's existence. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. The the world building here is what the world looks like and how hard it is to live with dragons roaming around. Yeah. And so it's about the you know, people with dirty faces who are sleeping with all the lights on at night. Like I just right, don't even right. understand. How do you, how do you have all those electric lights turned on while you're sleeping? It's yeah. driving me crazy. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but like the dragons themselves, this movie is like hand waving a lot at the dragons, you know, like don't worry yeah. too much about the, don't think too much about the biology. Don't, don't think about how there's only one male in the entire world yeah, and all those yeah. eggs are birthing more females. That's a, don't even think about it. Like right. just move on and, mm-hmm. and enjoy that the dragons are really dangerous. They're really big and fast and scary. And that's really all you need. They kind of screwed up too. Cause they said that the babies are, or sorry, the embryos don't happen until fertilization, kind of like chickens. And, right. but and when you pulled show. that egg out of that mom, it had an embryo yeah. in it. And I'm like, no, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You, you just, all I could me. think was there's some dragon eggs for like a thousand breakfast. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you'll never go hungry again dude that's right. right who needs who needs the field of uh, uh burnt veggies when you've I got mean, one yep. <laughs> yeah i mean if the dragons have destroyed most of the food i mean man that just that one lady dragon that they they mm. brought down margaret they uh they could have eaten on her for forever dragon jerky except they like, stink just, right like they smell wasn't that the whole the conceit is they they have a horrible smell to them uh when they die mm. And that that's right. the only thing that keeps the other dragons away because they don't like it either. So he's out there mm, no collecting fair. bits mm. of it or whatever. But I thought that big scale model they made with like the broken wing joint oh, yeah. and all that. Yeah. The jaw so, wide open and stuff. So, so cool, cool, man. Really cool. Oh. It looked dead. You you went, yeah, that dragon's dead. I, uh-huh. I didn't feel like, shoot it in the eye. I was just like, yeah, that dragon's dead. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that dragon's going that anywhere. Dead. Plus it's wing. The, you know, even the if trope of the, of the movie for me in terms of like unobtainium mm. is this notion that the dragons make dragon fire through basic chemistry mm-hmm, because right. uh we would have discovered that mm. like humans would have figured out what that mixture of two compounds is like longer right. it would have revolutionized the energy industry this uh, this this whole <laughs> right. idea that dragons just have a couple of yeah we'll, we'll be using dragons for to power our lincolns it would yeah. you know that's what would happen of right? course all the lincolns humans yeah the humans and the Lincolns would all be moving yeah. around like that. Yeah, the uh, that that part's interesting. But as far as like characterizations, my memories of this are a little bit off. I don't remember. In fact, actually, I don't remember Gerard Butler at all. I just remember the curly hair guy getting killed on the stairwell. That's all I remember. I totally forgot about. So Gerard I forgot Butler. he was in there. I, I don't know if I, I think because I saw this before, I knew who he was, Same. and then by Same. the time I got back around to it. And yeah. knew who Gerard Butler was really well. Yeah, exactly the same I, I for me. Never connected the two. Yeah, I never did the exact same thing. I think that's what's going yeah. on there. But uh, my memory is a little off on on McConaughey. I thought he was crazier, and he was pretty crazy. But in my <laughs> head, yeah. like complete Looney Tunes, and what it looked like this time was like, oh no, he's just like super militaristic, driven. driven. Yeah, it's not quite yeah. this. Not quite what I had, and I didn't remember him being kind of apologetic once he realized that London. Had fallen I so love, hard. I love how everybody had to come back constantly to apologize to Quinn, and he would always, "Oh shit, Quinn, I'm sorry." You were right. Oh, you were right, Quinn. There was a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not wrong. And also, that girl playing American was very Polish, and her her Skorupko? accent. Yeah, her accent didn't work. She was trying real. No, hard. no. Yesterday yeah. was her birthday. Oh, oh that's lovely. Yesterday, yesterday was. Today, yeah, I looked it up watching the movie and like oh, oh. look it's today's so date 
So is uh, so is my oldest son Andrew, and so is uh, Angelina Jolie. Whoa! Well, Looking forth a good day. Circle of life, man. That's great. Yeah, right. She's anyway. the continuation of the trope. Uh, there's only one woman in the world, and it's like, <laughs> like you know, the movie starts with Alice Krieg is the only woman in the world, and then right. we, you know, we it destroy just, the world, and then there's only one woman in the world. Yeah. Woman. Which, so yeah. so which is weird. ironic since there's only it's one so male weird. dragon in the world. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> But it's so weird because there's like they have like a hundred kids there. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm like, there's one tired woman in the world. Yes, it's like like there there are so few women that we have the men putting on plays to put the kids to sleep at the end of the day. It felt like like, it felt like an episode of it felt like that episode of Lost where they kind of finally acknowledge that there's like the alpha group and then they there's always those people milling around the back that we never get any right. story about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how these people felt. They're like, I kept thinking, I'm like, did I just see a woman come by? I think I saw a woman back there. We haven't even addressed any of those characters in the background at yeah. all. Right. Well, I mean, they the, say at the beginning of Lost that there's 101 survivors in the, right. in the, uh, the section that they all landed the, the first section. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you're only going to focus on like six. <laughs> yeah. It's right. like an episode of mash that, that mess, tent is full, that yeah, mess right. tent's full of people, but you're only going right. to know like four of them. You only, you only hear from nurse Kelly like once every eight <laughs> episodes. <laughs> yeah. And it's usually, it's a late season. It's a late season. Also, thing. The uh, Scott Moiter, uh, the the guy that the kid that the played, kid, yeah. you know, Christian Bell's Quinn's uh, adopted son. I couldn't pick him out of the lineup out of all those kids. Every time, <laughs> every time he would show up, I'm like, who's this guy? Well, oh, maybe okay. that explains it because I was confused why we've never seen anything else from that kid because I thought he was good, like as far as like yeah, his performance and yeah. stuff. But he hasn't done jack. I looked well, at his account. It's, it's real hard to uh, identify people when everything is drab and everybody wears robes you know mm-hmm. and everybody's just you know it's, there's there's no personality they all look right. sad mm-hmm. and uh, the same uh which which uh did you get your uh outfit from the burlap burlap store right. yeah i did how about you i did oh, that sweet burlap <laughs> store but he was in like the last thing he did was oh four it was a dunkirk documentary not the movie which was just hmm. a couple years ago uh some series called ultimate force and then rain of fire like that's it yeah and I thought like, he uh, he had the face of somebody who was gonna rip through the. Yeah, the I kept thinking he was the kid and, from uh, Merlin. Oh, um, I know who you mean. I kept thinking oh, that's who it was. The stars? In, in my memory, the, that's what the show I that was on Star. Yeah, the Star Show. Yeah, uh, I but, can't remember uh, that kid's name. I know I'm wrong. Yeah, but, uh, that's what I felt. It's definitely not him, but yeah. Oh well, he wasn't even in Dunkirk. He was in the TV movie documentary about Dunkirk. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm mean? saying. He was in the movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was some 04 <laughs> documentary on TV thing. So it was right. Uh, yeah, it's pretty weird. Read Dunkirk. But you can always tell you can always tell when somebody's known for one thing because their photo in IMDb is a is a shot from that that film. (laughs) And once again, we've talked about this the past too. It's like it's fine if you're an actor, a movie actor, and you drop out of the movie. Maybe maybe he's doing stage acting. I don't know what he decided he wanted to go back to school. Maybe he decided, you know, he had a terrible time with that whole movie making thing and was like, "I'm out." Yeah, it says. uh, Is (laughs) this is weird? So it says his acting career took off when he landed a role on Reign of Fire. I think it's like the opposite right. of take off if you don't do right, anything else. Right. But anyway, it landed. Yeah, I guess it landed. Once um, again, yeah, it's fine. It's I don't totally know what fine. his goals were. Maybe he doesn't want to be acting. Yeah, we're not. Anymore. And it's no judgment. But just, I just think yeah, it's interesting because right. he's just like not there anymore, and who, who knows what happened. 
to him. Hope he's all right. That's all I'm saying. Did you see that? Hope he's all right. I love how you always assume (laughs) the worst when people don't act anymore. It's like, oh, God, what happened? Well, you worry about child actors, man. Child Child actors are known for, you know, Sometimes things go south, and I just. No. Oh my gosh! Yes, I hope it's devastating. Yes, Joffrey, Joffrey Baratheon in this movie. No, oh, Gleason. I did not. Was right. he one of the kids uh, that Jack walked Gleason. forward? Yeah, Gleason was one of the kids. The kid that walked he, into the cave and looked up at the cave wall or whatever. That was that no, kid. I, I was thinking he was the he was the overly animated kid, in <laughs> the, the front row kid. Yeah, well, he, he must have been. <laughs> I could not take my eyes off that kid every time there was a was, cut to the audience. Was that him? Hold on. It, he was, he Throw was down over actor <laughs> nine or 10 when this movie was made. Yeah. Right. Well, He's he would have been, so he was in Batman begins a couple of years later as the little kid on the balcony that got the Joker card. Yep. Um, mm. Ooh. yeah. And, and there's oh. another example of, of somebody Ooh. who had a great child career, got all the way up through game of Thrones. And after all that went, yep. I think I'm good. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to, yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Good for he, him. Yeah. Uh, he is still a, an actor. Like he, he's, he's trying like the, the everything you, that you read about his experience was that being Joffrey was like a kiss of death mm-hmm. and that he doesn't like it. He wants to get past it. And but he basically took five years off though. Right. Like game of Thrones, yeah, exactly. his, his run Actually, on game of Thrones ended in 2014 and he quit. And then now, there's some series called Out of Her Mind where he's on that in 2020, mm-hmm. but nothing else. But it felt it, it, I read interviews where it seemed like he was like purposefully saying, "I'm stepping away. I don't want to. Right. I don't want to do this for a while or something." Which is, you mm-hmm. know, I think that's great if you've got other I, shit to let's do. Let's face it. I mean, it, it. I mean, it varies a lot from set to set because each each movie is its own, you know, working production of something, and I mean that could definitely affect you i mean if you're on a movie that is is grueling and the director uh, wants to refilm reshoot a lot of stuff i mean or you know if, if there's a hostile environment it can be a totally different experience for people yeah oh i found him in the okay it is the kid i was thinking uh, i'll put it in our discord it's it's the scene where they get moved to a part of the i don't know where they went ended yeah. up but yeah. it was supposed to be a safer part and he's just kind of looking around and i remember yeah. at the time going yeah is that, Man, that, looks is that like, the, after the after the male dragon drops yes. in i love how he just he's like i knew this place was gonna be trouble yeah. and he comes and you know he, he <laughs> i like how he's still like he full full on i think i wrote it somewhere else in the show but he's full on sam fishered that place he just like snuck yeah. up behind it and shanked it he, that was so cool i love that he was like so quiet that they would not have have heard him. Okay, okay. Just, you just said you just said something was really really cool. Yeah, I want to I wanna go around and I want you to tell me what was the coolest thing in the movie to you, and what was the thing in the movie that you thought was the worst, like the worst, the thing. lamest. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, coolest right. for me was a. Can it be? T- hmm, I'm kind of tied on it. Okay. I'll I'll just use this one because I already mentioned the other one where he shakes his head, kind of like almost like a spasm, mm-hmm. and then the fire comes out. I love that. Uh, but the I think the coolest thing was the London skyline, the sky just filled with with mm-hmm. wyverns. That's amazing. That right. looked amazing. Yeah. Like, like the movie poster, like everybody thought the movie was going to be. It's like, oh, this is going to be action packed. Yeah. And it's like, nope, it's just some people trying to survive. It's aftermath. Yeah. Aftermath. Um, that I just thought that looked really cool. They were flying all over mm-hmm. the place, and mm-hmm. I don't know, it didn't look old or lame or CGI. It looked just good. So that's my answer. Uh, lamest would probably be. Um, sending. Actually, I think the ending's the lamest. 
the them just kind of you know her hair's all uh, grown out and longer and bushier and they're looking like they're settling into their post-apocalyptic life and he's still got what's his name's axe and looking at her and going the, oh well the if color they come returns we'll, to the, take them the on. color returns to their faces yeah right. just there, that whole vibe didn't work for me at the end i thought it was yeah. a bummer i would have liked something yeah. either starker or more just pull the camera out and be done like don't yeah. you don't have to sit around yeah. and, and tell me how everyone's doing now i don't like that uh, mine was uh coolest thing uh the concept of sending three dudes out of a helicopter with net guns <laughs> to capture dragons in midair this is going because, because off, my least right? favorite thing is brian is probably expecting actually, actually seen it the actuality of sending three guys out of a helicopter right. with net guns i would have here's the thing i would have loved a whole movie or not a whole movie but like having a successful two or three successful right. times doing that or at least one successful time of doing that uh to see how it was done it's like oh what a cool idea that's never been done before with like any mm-hmm. sort of dragon interaction in movies having them come down on top of it in midair so cool right. yeah but but not having a single successful attempt <laughs> compare on it to, screen right. yeah like yeah, alvarez alvarez does a face dive right into the dirt and i went oh, oh yeah good. okay well i guess we're going yeah. that way with this you're not wrong dude you just described like a successful anime i would see i would watch yes a serialized yeah. anime that's nothing but like um like a Imagine Attack on Titan, except it's just a town that's got to go out once in a while, fly through the air, and shoot nets at dragons. That's a brilliant idea. Well, that's why I think that this, and we'll get to your thing, Brian, in a second, but that's why I think this movie could almost make a great series, even a live-action yeah. series with yeah. a with a good budget, yeah. having the, you know, just their whole battle against all of the 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 dragons be the right. concept of the series and them having to come up with new ways to do it and and that sort of thing. I mean, yeah. is is a dragon slayer story, right? I mean, you just yeah. you just go from town to town, uh, fighting. I mean, we're basically ex- explaining like the Mandalorian. You just have some you know heroes for hire who are just you know he's got a little baby. Do. He's got a baby dragon with him, you know, and he's got a he's got to fight the the bad dragons or something. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. It, it's pretty. I think oh I, I yeah, you know, it. for the series, you nailed it. it. For the series, they would have to have a dragon that they've caught that kind of right. helped them, like a juvenile, the like a juvenile Godzuki <laughs> or something. Oh, we just ruined. We just jumped the shark with the series that never existed. <laughs> but you never know happened. that's what they yeah. would do. Yeah. You know totally that's what they'd have to totally do. Totally would. As soon as you said it, totally what they <laughs> yeah. would do. I mean, I'd take I'd it though. That. Your your description oh, sounds watch it. awesome. I'd watch the hell out of that. Yeah, and again, I if mean, they want to, you want to make yelling an, an anime series, like I'm fine with that too. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Live no, action, I'd watch it if whatever. it was on uh, HBO Max or Disney Plus. I would not watch it if it was on Fox. C- oh. Come on, CW. I'd you know watch CW it on. Um, show up. I'd watch it on. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. definitely not the CW. Oh, that would be, like be a CW. Eighty percent relationships, twenty percent dragons. Oh yeah, f that. Yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> That would suck, dude. Oh my gosh. The dragons would be too pretty and oh my gosh. Yeah. This movie needed more human relationships, right? Well, they tried with some awkward like rubbing blood off your lip and stroke your beard kind of moments. Yeah. But before before we get too far down that rabbit hole, I wonder what Brian thought was the coolest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh I you know, we've kind of covered most of the the coolest parts. I mean the dragon just the, the representation of the dragons and how they look was just fantastic. But I'm I'm a sucker. I was a sucker for when Matthew McConaughey slow mo jumping in the air with his axe. You know, this this huge build up of every bit of energy and hate 
and the determination he has and just a little a quick snatch. That is that is the money shot of the whole movie. That's the money shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Love that part. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty uh, good. Lamest part was watching people having to tuck tail and come back to Quinn constantly and going, <laughs> You're right. Yeah, You're right. You're right, Quinn. He, like uh, even when uh, even when he like uh, Quinn shows up in his asbestos suit and comes through the fire, which we all think, oh, it's gonna be the dragon, it's gonna be the dragon. No, is this Quinn? Yeah, it's like yeah. I would have preferred to see the dragon because <laughs> Quinn's got that look in his face. His body language is like I told you. Yeah, well, y'all out here getting too many apples. I told you to get back to the thing. I don't I know why he has that accent. That's great. Uh, by the way, speaking of that, Christian Bale originally planned to be this, according to the trivia on IMDb. So take it for what it's worth. He was supposed to be really skinny and scrawny. He was going to lose a ton of weight for it because you know he loves doing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, figuring that you know it's post-apocalyptic, hard to eat and all that. Um, but uh, when he showed up for filming, or, you know, some of the early days, and saw how bulked up Matthew McConaughey was, you, he changed hilarious. his mind. He hit the gym, started like putting on muscle weight, and uh, yeah, they, they think that probably helped with her like fight and stuff and. All that. I absolutely. I would not have believed it because even mm-hmm. when when they actually fought, I was like, okay, I could see that Christian Bell. I might have just a little bit of reach, a little yeah, further reach right. on him. He sure. might be able to, you know. But man, McConaughey looked like a ripped son of a bee, dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. in this movie, he looked. He looked like he could fight a dragon. He looked it had great. To, it had also to do with the fact that he was being compared to, you know, the other actors around him. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they didn't have any big men. You know what I mean? Like they were. Right. They were uh, very finely tuned and cut, you know, having spent months in the gym, uh, men that are five foot nine, you know, like they, right. right. uh, And they were, and they were shot. This whole movie is shot with, uh, an eye toward darkness. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's not a dark movie. There's lots of lighting, but the lighting is fire lighting. Yeah. Very moody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like that, those shadows make muscles look bigger and more exciting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Well, look like, at them muscles. Like, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna totally put my whole house in shadow. Then <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Get some back rim shadowing going on. Only bad parts to extenuate the fat for me. Yeah. First, you have to get ripped abs. Yeah. Well, that's. Then, yeah. yeah. And then you want yeah. only overhead lights. Yeah. Right. <laughs> to make your abs look huge. Yeah. But he's in this prime, dude. He looks so yeah. freaking. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm no. I don't. I'm not really into dudes. But if I was. Sweaty shirtless. I think you said that too many times for me to believe it anymore. Mm. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's starting to sound (laughs) weird. All right. I have some, uh, we haven't had this in a while. I got a little bit of scrutiny. Scrutiny. Uh, When production, okay, so I just don't believe this. Uh, According to the trivia, when the production team first began shooting uh, or scouting for Irish locations, it was announced then that Arnold Schwarzenegger would be starring in this film. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Yeah. Right. So, plus, wasn't he governor then? He was governor in 2002. He couldn't act. And, and what what would the line would have been, you know, the only thing that's worse than dragons, Austrians. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. You know what? Nobody asked Randy what his coolest and lamest oh, moment yeah, was. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. What was that? Uh, uh, real fast. The lamest moment for me, because I, I'm a biologist, I couldn't stand the fact that in this survivalist compound, the this breakaway faction was going to go. Uh, it was going to go where the food is. You're going to go to the garden, yeah. and they were being told not to. And there, and his reasoning: you can't go to the garden because things haven't uh, matured yet, and we need uh, we need our our produce to mature so that we get seeds, so that we mm-hmm. have an, another season. And then when we see the people Terminate. get there, yeah. there's all these tomatoes <laughs> hanging. 
with sycamore leaves. There's sycamore <laughs> leaves on the tomato vines. Makes no sense. And the tomatoes are completely ripe. Completely yeah, right. ready, ready to yeah. pick. Like they're ready you, to be harvested. Yeah. You should have sent people there yesterday, buddy. <laughs> Those tomatoes need to be picked and brought back to the. Oh, I thought they were I, apples. I can't believe I didn't know they were tomatoes. I had no idea. I thought they were all I, apples. I couldn't tell. I didn't know what the crap they were. <laughs> well, apples don't some grow kind of, on vines. Some kind of dragon fruit or right? something. Yeah, you're right. They don't yeah. grow on vines, so that's a good point. But it's like they, they could have put some uh, tomato leaves. On the on those anyway, so there's that. That's that was so lame. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I had to like I had to like put it out of my mind. At some point in the movie, I'm just like, stop thinking about the garden. The garden was BS. Move on, man. But then, uh, but then what blew me away and it was so cool that I was able to stop thinking about the garden was the shots of that helicopter. Oh my gosh, that was was sweet. That's a that's an Augusta helicopter. You know, it's an Italian helicopter, Mm. and Augusta like came out of nowhere in like the seventies mm. to make these helicopters that just are so sweet. Yeah. And Getting I, a real you know, airwolf vibe out of those things, man. Yeah. It was a cool, uh, and, and even cool though topic. it's Italian, it was, it showed up with the Americans and it really tickled my, uh, you know, my little boy growing up in America fantasies of sure. like, mm-hmm. uh, of like how cool the military is and, and all that. And, and then the shots of it are just like, gorgeous yeah. like like mm-hmm, i just mm-hmm. so freaking exciting and the only thing missing from that the only thing that would have made it cooler is if that thing would have been tricked out with a bunch of weaponry which <laughs> right. <it wasn't> right. <laughs> right i didn't have any yeah it just was yeah t- i was moving people around that was it yeah i mean they have those big blocks on the side that look like they would have been perfect for missile launchers or something yeah put I the mean, put the net guns on there for pete's sake right Ooh. don't have to send alvarez to his death get, get those things going <laughs> right um, alvarez like the, is cheap yeah the story, the story is that, that these guys got themselves a c5 and flew it all the way to england and so that's how they have tanks and a helicopter it was they right. those things were loaded into the plane presumably right. before they they found the plane and started flying it. Yeah. Right. They're and that's great. That's great. They crashed it. So the plane's no good anymore, but mm-hmm. the things that were inside it and some of the people survived yeah. and then off we go. That's a great story. Yeah. Show me that. That's a good story. Yeah. Oh, in its right. own, and it's in its own side. You're right. But here's the thing. Like uh, they didn't fall into the trap that I'm, and I'm glad they didn't, but they didn't fall into this trap that I feel like I see every time the American guy shows up or, Somebody shows up with a big bunch of other people. Maybe they even got a tank, whatever. And it's it's zombies or whatever the scenario is. We're in our post-apocalyptica, in this case, dragons. It's almost 99% of the time you trust them, you bring them in, they turn on you. And this one, right. there's a little of that just because he's so motivated that, does, that he's not going to let anyone stand in his way of getting these dragons. But, you know, he actually has to kind of sort of come around and apologize even because it didn't work out. And it turns out he actually had good intentions. That's because I'm glad that's because Quinn's power of making you apologize is stronger than his <laughs> macho. Right. I guess what I'm saying is not every right. town needs to be like the walking dead where some a-hole runs everything. And you don't know right. it at first and you trust. Yeah, and then, yeah. then they screw you. Like, I'm glad we didn't have to play that game. Again. I am too. I'm glad that, yeah. and this is 2002. So maybe we weren't in love with this as much. I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't like if, it, whether it's a recent phenomenon or not, I just hate the, right. I hate that we keep going there. It's like, Oh, I don't try. Now I do this with shows or movies. I see a thing. I go, right. no, I don't trust that. And guy. I think it's because the world is like that. I don't want to watch what the world probably would be like in reality. I, you know, I, I like my, I like my sci-fi and my, uh, post-apocalyptic kind yeah. of 
you know, a little bit uh, I mean, happier. We, we talked that. last week about how Paul Reiser is your guy normally, you know, like in Aliens, uh, right. where you're supposed to trust him, but then he turned, you know, turns out the whole thing was a was a dirty trick, even in the first Alien, which is funny Ooh, we're bringing this up because we're about to watch these. Um, but uh, the robot in that, um, what's his name? The uh, Bilbo. <laughs> Was, was, was he a robot? Yeah, or was the he synthetic. An android. The synthetic. Uh Bilbo. I can't remember the name of the character. Bilbo? Though. Yeah. The character well, he's played by he's played by Ian Ian Holmes, so I always think of Bilbo. I know. Ash. Uh, what is What'd you call it? Sorry. That film Ash. Got, like, Ash. Gosh dang it. Ash. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Every time you said Ash, done away with Yeah. Yeah. Mm, he's delicious. <laughs> um but anyway. See, that's they, what bothered me more because that makes dragons not only I mean, I could kind of conceit some of these things they were doing with the dragon saying it fits within our, you know, our, our world and there's nothing magical about them. But the fact they eat ash, I'm like, there's nothing. Once you've expended all the energy out of something is ash, there's nothing to. Yeah. There's a lot absorb. to buy into there. Yeah. I'm that's like, a weird thing. Yeah. Also, you know what else is weird about that ash thing is that in London, there was plenty of ash, plenty of stuff still, still right. falling down. Hell, Big yeah. Ben still had a third of it intact. Like just that keep ash is overcooked. Keep, keep getting <laughs> keep getting the ash before you start eating yourselves, which I guess is what they were starting to do. So some of that didn't line yeah. up, but well, but that tower is eighty percent wood, and yeah, when land in London. They land on this little tiny helipad in the ocean, mm-hmm. uh, in the river. Sorry, and uh, they get out of the helicopter, and there's wood floating all around it. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. the dragons. Dragons have a buffet right there. Yeah, okay. that's all they could do is eat that. But no, they're already starting to cannibalize each other. So, and that makes no sense because they're they're most repellent to their own dead. So right. it doesn't make oh, sense. There's, that they would, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot that that fails in this movie. Yeah, if you think and too hard about it, to, you have to let it go. Yeah, in some ways, it's almost good that they focus so little on dragon lore because right. then otherwise we get all hung up on it. I, I couldn't decide if I liked the smallness of the story or not. I don't know if I liked the fact that Quinn was the one who, you know, he was the one who triggered the original dragon. I mean, the, the dragon was definitely going to wake up. I mean, somebody was going to wake him up, but Quinn did it and he had to put it to rest and he was carrying all this guilt and fear and everything else. And I'm like, I just don't know if it was necessary to do all that i just couldn't figure out if i liked it or not yeah. i just i think i, I did overall um right that stuff didn't bug me the movie's basically predator with more people surviving right well that's what i'm saying the whole world is involved with this man's small story this yeah. one-on-one personal you know relationship with this dragon yeah 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 and I would give it his personal sexual relationship with this dragon. <laughs> right. I would give it a, a real strong score for sound work as well. I thought that stuff was oh, really yeah. solid. It sounded amazing and held up real well. I, I did this with headphones. Uh, so maybe, you know, people have different experiences or whatever, but it sounded great what, to me. What did you think about the uh, Jimi Hendrix fire? Did you think it was a little bit too much on the nose? I a mean, little, yeah, a little... Uh, yeah. I love they have that a playlist feel, that's though. all fire songs. Like, yeah. <laughs> the Pointer <laughs> Sisters on the after this one. Yeah, they should have done uh, all that. <laughs> Johnny Cash coming up later in the playlist. Wait a minute, who does We Didn't Start the Fire? Who's the who's Billy that? Joel. Billy Joel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that would have been fun. Now, I, did I, you like the, uh, the one? Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't start the fire. <laughs> did you like the uh the short lived uh group who did the uh was it the title song, I suppose? 
or, or the or the credit song. Who was it? Um, it was, I'm trying to remember now because they only they only like made like one album. Uh, who was it? Let's see, Rain. Uh, Mad at Gravity. That's it, Mad at Gravity. Yeah. Oh, um, let's very short lived. Very. Very uh, what Lincoln Park maybe something kind of like in in oh, that. Oh yeah, that's a fair. Yeah, Mad at Gravity. There they are. So here's this yeah. is this is them. Uh, I'll just play a little bit of it because unlike YouTube, you can't pull my podcast down. Who's Rick? Is this the song? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Skip- it gets. Yeah, that's the one they put at the end. That's the thing right. of its time. Well, they, they sound like a mid '90s like. Candlebox, or <laughs> yeah, or yeah. almost like Alice in Chains, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, what happened to them? They uh, just never even they, heard they of they them. Made but, this. Is that the not, if, if that's not the most '90s band sounding name ever? Matic yeah. Gravity, Matic Gravity, <laughs> Gravity, man. It sounds like a line from the Eminem song. Matic Gravity, something to babity, bibbity babity. Got spaghetti on my shirt. Hold on, let's see what they're doing now, just for funds. Uh, Nothing. I said this is the only this is the only thing they did. Oh, they you're did right. Two thousand was like we're done. Two thousand to two thousand three, uh, they broke up in 03. So, yeah. done. This movie broke everybody up. This movie just it was a rain of fire. Uh, it says, By the way, the band, I am totally pissed yeah. that my my name is not uh, Van Zan. I feel so cheated in life. Van, oh, Van Zan. Hey, I always thought it was Van yeah. Zant, but I think I'm yeah. thinking of... No, we, Van, Van Zan. Yeah. Van Zan. Can we get a trope alert for the names Let's in do this it. movie? Mm. This is Barlow. That's Creedy over here. We got Gideon. This is me. Uh, uh, Quinn, I'd like you to meet Denton. Uh-huh. Like, oh my God. The name. Hold on, you know, Quinn. This, you wanted to find some guy named Hirschberger. Right. <laughs> Hirschberger. Well, you got close with Quinn because his last name's Ambercrombie. They just never said it. Yeah, there never you go. Yeah, this is pretty and, cool. And like, even uh, uh, the brief, briefly appearing Alexander Siddig, his name is AJ. Yeah, a- and nice. I and like, they, I think they say it once. They say right. AJ. Yeah, he's the and, one that got and, stealth killed in the room with the radio when he uh, yeah. when he blew the fire. Oh, the yeah, window. yeah, that was kind of sad. I hated to see him go like that. Yeah, he's cool, but I his like character him. was kind of pointless. Yeah, I mean, kind of. You need the radio guy, your little tech dude, I guess. And right. That's who he was, but. I'll have to say this, like, I don't know who's in charge of his career, but every time he's in something, I really enjoy him in it. Like, I think he's oh, yeah. great in, including Star Trek, where we first saw him, but he was great in Game of Thrones in a very brief stint as the king of, what's the name of that damn place, wherever, the island people. Anyway. <laughs> the Martells. The Martells, the Martells were... right. He had the broken, he had the, he had the foot problem and he can, he had to be wheeled around or whatever, but. <laughs> All the things you remember. <laughs> You sunk a hook into my cheek, and I'm like, I'm like struggling on the end of a line. Uh, isn't Alexander Siddig in charge of his career? Like it would. I well, I just mean like him and his agents or whatever. They just need him. I think he deserves to be in all things. I think he's great. Is what I'm saying. Right. What I mean is he's underused, and uh, even maybe, now, maybe like, he doesn't have. Uh, you know, maybe he doesn't have the the stain. Maybe he gets really tired after like five minutes scene. He's like, oh, I'm really tired, guys. He might. By the way, it's it's Dorn. It just came to me. The Martells rule Dorn. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, he's in all sorts of cool stuff. Um, the one he was great in Gotham, by the way, it was Raz Al Ghul in there. Uh, but here's the thing I was going to tell you about him. Uh, what was it? Oh, the uh, Ridley Scott underappreciated, amazing director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven. He's in that, and that deserves to be seen by all of you right now. That movie is yeah. so good. I gotta go. 
so good. It's long <laughs> as hell. It right now. It's a director's cut. It's long as hell. It absolutely fixes the abysmal theatrical release. I've never seen anything quite like it, actually, where they took, where it's that big of a difference between director's cut and theatrical. It's crazy. It's like two different worlds. It's insane. But that movie's so good, and he's in it. He's in that. So there you have it. All right. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, what was I going to say here? Uh, oh, um, the the uh, the uh, McConaughey uh, in there. Uh-huh. Uh, he uh, this I, I will I, I don't want to I don't want to speak for everybody, but it felt like in two thousand and two and three, kind of in that zone, that maybe we were feeling like we were done with him because at that <laughs> at that point, it had all been like rom coms and. Weird oh, offshoots, right. failure and, to launch, and uh, how to lose a guy in ten days. I can't remember which of these actually had McConaughey, <laughs> but they might as well all have. Right, right. I think you might be right on both counts, but they, but he was in all that stuff, and it was fine. It was fine, you know. Like people like my wife, willing to pony up every time he was in some. She loves him. Yeah, yeah. but I felt like we were kind of done with him in terms of like, is he going to stretch or go anywhere further? And this felt like a little bit of slumming it. He's top build, even though he shows up thirty minutes late. Or later into the film, but he's <laughs> where's McConaughey? <laughs> where's ah, McConaughey? let's just keep going. But like we, I just didn't have a lot of hope, and th- and it, and we were wrong. Like th- it was after this that his best yeah, things would happen. Mud and uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, first Dude. he took two years off. He Mud completely so disappeared, and we stopped worrying about him for a while. And then his return was as a crazy man in Tropic Thunder. Oh right, and oh right, and that like sets up his later career. Yeah, I, I think he he suddenly uh, you know is like is seen as someone who can poke fun at himself, who has a lot of like uh, you know potential to do whatever. Mm-hmm. He's just willing to do whatever, mm-hmm. and then he starts picking really good roles later. Yeah, and that I mean it's been a while now, so we think we can call it older role. But his role in True Detective was to me revolutionary. Oh, it was amazing. That first okay. season, just amazing. Just amazing. Um, he did win Emmys for that, right? I think um, he did. Well, there were at least nominations. Yeah, for sure. Him, him, and uh, Woody Harrelson both. McConaughey, got right, yeah, yeah, Harrelson. Which is funny because when he first showed up, it's like, oh, this could have been a Woody Harrelson character. Yeah, uh, right. It is. It's almost in interchangeable, fire. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird. Um, yeah. Do we? Uh, how do we feel about his potential run for uh, Texas governor? Go for it. The guy that's in there now sucks donkey wieners. So get him in. Well, I, yeah. I have no problem with it. No problem. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I don't live it's in hard Texas. Hard to be a governor so. when you're just sucking donkey wieners. I mean, that's a full, that's a full time job pick right there. One or the other, you can't right. do both. I think you know. As a, I'm not a fan of like, hey, a certain celebrity's running for office. Like, I'm, I think we've all had our fill of that. But right. there's something about the McConaughey ticket that works for me, and I can't figure he's out. Why. A, you know, he's a total centrist. Yeah, I've, I've watched some interviews with him and stuff. Probably that's what appeals. Yeah, it's probably what appeals to me. Right. Seem no, more centrist. And I think we we talked about about this a little bit when we did Dazed and Confused, uh, which was can you believe ten years ago? Oh my! Oh gosh. wow! Really? Yeah. yeah. McConaughey movie keeps getting older, yeah. and uh... <laughs> <laughs> we keep getting older. That movie stays the same age. Yeah, no kidding! <laughs> wow. I went back and listened to the beginning of that episode this week, uh, not because we were going to watch a McConaughey movie, but because someone brought it up. Uh, a friend of mine was listening to a different film centric podcast that re- this week covered that movie days and confused. And so I was like, Oh, I wonder what, what we said about it. Yeah. Anyway, 
McConaughey was born and raised in Texas, you know, like lived in Austin for a long time. I don't know if he's still there, probably still there. I, when I lived in Austin and I went to University of Texas football games, McConaughey was legit. He was there. He, you know, he was there early, stayed late, was down on the sidelines, running up and down. Mm. He was the ultimate cheerleader even after he was famous. I'm talking about like in 2006, McConaughey was Texas through and through. And Mm -hmm. so like it, it makes way more sense to me, you know, as a, as a stunt run for governor Mm -hmm. than say, you know, Caitlyn Jenner in California. Mm -hmm. But same time, I just, I would really like Matthew McConaughey to focus on what he's good at. And just don't, don't piss me off McConaughey. Just, just do Politics whatever is a guarantee stay, stay way. Lane kind of thing. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be uh, whatever, I'm not in Texas, so I can't, you know, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I but, don't know, think I have much of an opinion in terms of their, their local political needs or whatever, but right. I would much rather hear about him and his, and how weird it is that he's a governor somewhere than almost any others. I actually kind of felt that way about sure. Arnold too. I was fine with Arnold being a governor. Cause again, yeah. kind of centrist. I think the centrists just appeal to me. I like these people yeah. that are willing well, to it's go easier. I mean, it's just like, you're not taking a hard stance on anything. So that's good. I don't know that's, if it's that. that. that it's that just that you're not, you're just not an you. extreme dickhead. Like pull right, it right. back, everybody pull it back a little bit. Be, be like a normal person and look at regular lives and, and you'll probably get my vote more than someone who's on some far flung edge of whatever. And he seems right. like a guy that might do that. And also press conferences would be a hoot because he'd be sitting around going, I think we okay. ought to do that. If we don't do that to the highways, we'll be happy you did. You know, like it'll be this weird, <laughs> this weird thing all the time. And I don't know. I'm kind of into it. So I say though, like my example of, Oh my gosh, about Matthew McConaughey is the movie interstellar because on paper, it makes no sense that he could pull that off. I love like that if movie. you look at that on paper and go, Oh, he's going to be in a, wait a minute. He's going to be an astronaut yeah. and he's going to go across the gap and he's going to that black hole. And like, Oh my, <laughs> no, there's no way Matthew McConaughey could do that. And now that I've seen the movie 10 times, I can't imagine anyone else pulling off. I that love role. him in that movie. That movie's awesome. Yeah. That movie's is awesome. Really Look, you can I haven't say seen it. Tw- I haven't seen it 10 times though. Wow. I've seen it three, but, He's just great in it, and that movie's great. And I think Christopher Nolan's—I mean, my my short list of favorite Christopher Nolan movies because I've never seen Dunkirk, so I can't include it—are um, probably this or that, Interstellar, the second Batman, and Inception. Those are my those are my three. I thought Tenet was too weird for its own good. It's hard. I couldn't like follow it. I'd thing like to well. just establish a rule for you. Yeah, and and that is when you watch Dunkirk because you you should. It's an important movie. Like it's actually important it's not just good right but when you watch it please please put the devices in another room get get in be in in darkness with the television and watch Dunkirk from beginning to end with good sound and that's that's one i'm so glad we saw in the theater like that the the experience of um, dunkirk without any a A any distractions but also just full sound and full Picture. I would argue that you're not even watching a movie if you don't do what Randy just said. I d- that this is what I do for every movie. There's there's no movie that I am not. Eh. I, I turn everything off. There's something. How am I going to look up 
what other F movie that, that guy was in because I totally recognize F him. that afterwards. You know what? I can appreciate your stance. I yeah. can. I, the yeah. problem I have right. is I have a I have a like a, a sliding scale. And if it's a kind of movie where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so in and I'll just focus, then great. That's what I do. But right. if it's something yeah. like my wife's really into and I'm sort of into I'll be like, oh, I've seen. Well, that's before. not really watching a movie. That's just listening to a movie, which is fine. That's, that's fine. That's having but a movie I, on in the background. But don't, yeah. but don't yeah. say, but but never come at me and go, yeah, I saw that movie. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. I love this. We cannot have a yeah. conversation about this film. Plant this flag, dude. No, put that flag in the ground. I like it. This is good. I can't. Yeah. I can't argue with it. It's it's absolutely true, and it's funny because I do it. I do it right. Like I'll have right. the the iPad open in my lap, even if it's not a film sack movie. Um, then I'll get really focused on it. Then I'll look over and Tina's got her iPad open. She's going oh, yeah. through Facebook, and I'll be like, "No, you should close that and watch this." Even though I had yeah. mine open uh, five <laughs> yeah. seconds ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't even good. bring those things to the to the to the place. You're where good. I'm you're film. you're you're yeah. disciplined. You're very good. Yeah. Bump that. Got, I suck. There, there's absolutely a great <laughs> why I'm. It's why I'm suggesting that you need to make the that room for dunkirk especially movies like that yeah. uh-huh. because it's on the far end of that gradient between uh y- 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 you know like um just just like any big uh it, like important movie and i and i know that word is so fraught but there are movies that are important and yeah. uh and there are movies that are completely 100% unimportant right. and and they're not always like what you might think uh, someone brought up at the very beginning of this episode the uh, i think scott said that after 2000 uh he can't think of any cult movies and that also stuck in my cheek and i've been uh thinking it's probably about not it for the true last which minutes. cheek i just cheek cheek it's, I, I, I acknowledge it's probably not true i just can't think of any so like the, the thing about after 2000s is the cult movies are all comedies and sort of mm-hmm. like dark comedies so like uh right. scott pilgrim idiocracy anchorman zoolander Shaun of the dead napoleon dynamite napoleon dynamite oh yeah i'd love yeah. you know what you're right you're right there's they exist yeah. and, and and sometimes you can't recognize them until you're like 20 years out but you're you're right that's a good point when you start when you start through that you're like you know what none of that's really that important though but i would put Shaun of the dead way over on the toward the dunkirk side of the gradient you know what i mean because like if you if you aren't paying attention every second of that movie, and if you like pause it and walk off and come back, you're going to lose the tempo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. We're only a couple so like, of years away from Napoleon Dynamite being 20 years old, by the way. Yeah. Put, put that yeah, in your cheese right and melt it. Take, wow. take that, Tina. Yeah, take that. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite, a movie Richard where lasagna. A movie where half the budget went to the band Jamiroquai. Yeah, Napoleon dude. Yeah. yeah, no, they're those guys are local <laughs> heroes. The, the 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 Hesses are heroes around here. Everyone loves those guys. So I can't help but like Napoleon Dynamite. It's great. Good lord, uh, I feel like such an ass now. Why? No, you made because a hard I'm stance. Like, I'm like, no, I'm like watch it, watch a movie, you assholes. No. <laughs> no, I think you know what's going to stir up some good conversation because I'll bet you'll get a, I'll, get, I'll bet you get more agreement than not from people right um and, right. and think about it like if you're in a movie theater you're not bringing your ipad you're gonna right. sit down yeah. and watch the thing i guess it right. i think it's i mean like i don't okay not everybody is a movie lover some people just like watching movies i love watching movies i guess mm-hmm. i think of it like if you were to go to a fancy restaurant, or even go to any restaurant and you're eating one thing but you brought some Cheetos with you. You're going to shut your mouth <laughs> with the Cheetos while you're doing eating whatever else you're eating. I'm like, why even bother? Oh, Just right. stay home and eat some freaking oh Cheetos. God. That is a very, 
a very good analogy. It's very good. Very yeah, well done. I, I mean, look, I'm I spent so- all this freaking stimulus money on an OL an OLED 4K 120 frame per second television. I may as well right. watch Dunkirk proper now and not yeah, take any devices with me. Sit on that couch, turn off the lights, crank up the surround, and go. I'm gonna do it. I think it's why I like the movie experience so much because you can't, you don't even have that temptation. I mean, yeah, some people do. They bring their phones in there and the bastards still turn them on during the damn movie to look at Facebook. But, uh, but I do, I do like that forced experience. I'll I'll enjoy a movie a lot more watching it in a theater than I will. I mean, because you can't truly give, uh, you can't truly give a film a fair shake. Yeah. Because it's 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 art. I mean, you have to be engaged with it to yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah. I'm going to force myself for the next for the month of June. Any <laughs> movies that I watch on TV, I'm I'm keeping the eye. I'm not putting in the other room. You're crazy, Tom, but I'll but I'll. <laughs> how, how can I survive that like that? What are you talking on, about? What if there's an emergency and I need to? <laughs> and I'm talking like like I say, I was talking about Dunkirk. You wrote, put it in the other room because like. Man, there's a there's a scene in Dunkirk where the Black Watch is walking up a beach, and I'm mm-hmm. trembling watching that scene. Mm-hmm. Like the sounds and what's happened right before it, and what's what I know is about to happen, I am literally shaking as a as a right. viewer. And you don't get that highly charged emotional experience yeah. if there's anything that could disrupt yeah. your, your watching. Yeah, I gotta watch it. I need to watch it. I'm going to watch it. The more we're talking, the more I realize I'm such a, an effing asshole. No, you're because, not. I mean, no, no. I'll be you're, watching a movie. I'll be watching. No, I'll be watching a movie and at home. And uh, one of the kids will come in and they'll have something very important. And I'll just hit the movie on pause and just look at him like, what the? Go in the other room with my iPad. <laughs> what do you want? Right, right. What, what was so important? That you're ruining my movie-going experience. Uh, I just wanted to say that um, I really like the dog. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Get. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, look, you're just, you, you have your thing that you oh desi- God, desire I'm focus talk on. Talk bad about me. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's like my wife watching um, <laughs> Jane the Virgin and me talking and then her having to pause it every four seconds. Like she- oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, have you ever been the victim of, of the pause and stare? Have you ever yeah. been the victim oh, yes. of that? That's, yes, that's a terrible feeling. Of it. Yeah, yeah. Right. The evil. She looks it's damn like, right evil and she's pause. Yeah. What? Stare. I'm yeah. giving you all of my attention. What? <laughs> yeah. But it's like, no, no, it's like it's, you're watching Grey's Anatomy. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't act like you're, yeah, this isn't Jane Austen, okay? Calm right, down. Right, exactly. Well, all right, so the Dragon movie, it's good. We liked it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I feel like one of the, I don't know, it's one of those movies I was really worried about holding up. I asked him, because he saw it before me on this rewatch, and I said, so am I wrong to think this? And he's like, I think you're going to think it holds up. And he's right, I do. Yeah, yeah. It's just a fun time. Like, there's no, you know, there's earnest acting throughout, you know, ending not not with withstanding. Um the effects hold up the, you know, there are a couple of composite m- moments. You're like, well, they do that better now. But you know, for the most part, right. Y- yeah. The, the only like visual hiccup I could find was when the first dragon is climbing up the elevator shaft. There's there, it just feels like a, it feels yeah. CGI. Yeah. It feels but like I'd a video say, game or something. Yeah, yeah. That shot you mentioned of London with the, the skies above it filled with, uh, uh, dragons is just amazing. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's just kind of mind blowing. And you're like, it really, for me, it really like brought home the problem. <laughs> it yeah, was like, yeah. holy shit, they're not going to be able to do this. 
like yeah. that feeling. And that's hard to do in a movie with a simple effect shot like that. So I don't know. All that stuff really held up. I thought everybody tried real hard to act uh, well and, you know, given the material. You put forth your best effort. <laughs> you really did. Everybody <laughs> you really, did. You really gave it 100%. Christian Bale. Well, well done. And I, and I thought McConaughey really, really sold it. Like, it, right, yeah. my memory is that it was more over the top, but this would seem, I don't know, this seemed legit. Like legit McConaughey yeah. acting and him tearing yeah, up while he's at the I, party. I will tell you, there is one thing that they did, and I know it's for effect, yeah. but when Creedy, Gerard Butler, looks back, I always think in movies, dude, if you got time to look back longingly and say, oh shit, you have plenty of time just to jump out of the way. Just <laughs> under a jump. Thing. Yeah. Just jump, man. Yeah, jump. Do something. Yeah, get the F out. Uh, his final leap into that dragon, though, was pretty epic. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Matthew McConaughey into yeah. his Denton Van Zandt goes all Van Zandt. Yep. It's like a, it's like a um, I, I mean, I'm sure they were invoking this, but what is this movie if not set in England fighting dragons like an old knight yeah. would? And here's the knight yeah. with his last stand leaping with right. an axe, you know, as yeah. a last minute, whatever. Drive his sword into the. Yeah, that's a very cool visual. But this most ego driven. (laughs) I worked out in the gym for years. And the jump. Yeah. Just gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he said he could either make it easy or make it easier. Yeah, uh, he made it easier. You know what? I just realized the other reason it's a good time for him to run for some sort of public office is it used to matter if you'd smoked pot before. Now nobody cares. Nobody cares. Remember like all that grilling Clinton had about like, oh, did you inhale? I never inhaled or whatever. That's such bullshit now. Like everybody did, and nobody. Well, I it was bullshit I did, then too. I've never had. I've never <laughs> smoked pot, so I can't. I can't. You know, I'm whatever. I'm. I'm. I'm like the only person in America who's never smoked pot. But do but, I like I've ever smoked pot? But his God. thing, where he used to smoke pot and work out all <laughs> yes. day at the beach, like he's no, no one's gonna care. No one's gonna ask him. Hey, did you inhale? Yeah. Of course I did. As much and as I could. <laughs> I'm inhaling yeah. right now. <laughs> I'm inhaling just, right now. <laughs> don't you just like the knowledge that our current president of the United States sometimes gets some back pain and has an edible or two? Yeah, I, I just like that. <laughs> yeah, whatever you got to do. I got this local, yeah. like even here locally where, you know, Utah is as stringent as you get, but we got this miracle, or miracle medical marijuana business going on. <laughs> and um, the list is pretty good about who can get it. You go look at that list. I'm like, no, wait a minute. I kind of have that. I could get that. And I'm going to oh. give me some weed. Some weed. Still can't weed. smoke it though. There's no smokable versions. It's all like uh, pills, injections, and how boring. I know it is boring. It's boring. I think I think it makes actors better. I'm not like I I don't know exactly what my thinking is on that, but like I I always find that actors who are sort of like who have been openly, uh, you know, smoking a little marijuana their entire career they seem to be pretty good at acting yeah i mean i'm convinced it will save america <laughs> cannabis <laughs> cannabis will save america from our from our stressed out you know we're we, capitalism has taken us to a place where we're all stressed 24 hours a day so we sure. need something to take the edge off i think it's going to save everybody you watch i'll you finally i'll you finally get me i'll finally come back to pot. me with your apologetic eyes like i'm queen <laughs> it'd be great that's right i want everyone looking like quinn when i apologize from here on out that's Better. the rule all right, let's get to some clips from the film. We have a number of them. Not too many. Not not too little. Just a right amount, I think. Uh, so enjoy this. This is the Star Wars play. The Black Knight stares through the holes in his shiny mask, and he speaks words that burn into our hero's heart forever. 
am your father. <laughs> Freaking greedy, <laughs> greedy over there losing it. So what's funny is I just it just hit me. The kid from Game of Thrones is in the front row there, and him and it'd be him and Bale again and Batman. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. It didn't. I wasn't making the math there, but now I've now I've done it. You hear that? That's my brain click, clicking over. <laughs> uh, all right. I wish. Oh no. A real quick thing about the play. It feels like a kid. So it's supposed to be set when he's eight or, or sorry, 2008 is when he he's, sees the dragon come out for the first time. This, I thought this, it was 2000 and 2000 and he was 12. Well, he was right? 12 in 2008 is the idea. Okay. Right. And then 2020 so then is when, 30. yeah. And so 2020 yeah. is when this is set. And so right. whatever that makes him, I don't know. Uh, well, that, would, that would only make him 24. And I'm sorry, this was a 30 year old. Well, sure. But yeah. the point yeah. is that that's what they've got in their info is that those are the years. So if this is happening in 2020, which is kind of ironic, whatever, it's a bad year. Um, well, you know, McConaughey thought it was funny. That's the reason why I posted a, a Twitter post recently with uh, with some teasers for a, a part two. Did right? he really? Really? Yeah. Really? Recently? Yeah. Is yeah. it for real? They're really doing this it? year. He went he went 2021 question mark and had like a, a little video clip of himself from this. Oh, uh, look at him. He's working the crowd for his run for governor. Yeah. So what's going on there? All right. Anyway, I just think that they would know more about Star Wars. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think you would. A kid who is uh, 12 years old in 2008 knows Star Wars enough not to say stupid shit about Star Wars. You would know the story better than he told it. They were acting right. like 100 years had passed, and that's dumb. Well, I mean, you know, he didn't want to you know, flat out plagiarize. You know, he had to. I mean, this is a Fox production, I think. So they could get away with it. 20th Century Fox. Yeah. I don't know. Well, then they could in 2002. Yeah. Well, not now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Same, uh, well, no, they thing. own both now. Oh, my gosh. These dragons are Disney princesses now because they're all owned by mm-hmm. Disney. <sighs> <laughs> same thing as the post, right? Where, oh, right. Where, uh, what's his name? Kevin Costner is is post-apocalyptic and he's an actor. And he's, right. so he's putting on Shakespeare plays for people, but he doesn't remember them very well. Right. Or is it him it's doing it? Or is it, um, no, oh, crap. Yeah, it's. It's Costner and his donkey or his, oh. his mule or whatever. Whatever that was. Right. Okay. We got to watch that movie. Someone mark off five hours of their life and let's watch The Postman. <laughs> the Postman's so good. Well, um, there's, there's probably a, to see it. Yeah. There's probably a trope name for it. Like, a, a you know, like it's the trope of the, of the, uh, of like fan service, but badly remembered, you know? Costco's donkey, they call it. Or Costner's, not Costco's. <laughs> Don't ever buy Costco's donkey. Uh, <laughs> It's made from it's a Kirkland makes yeah, that a Kirkland products. Yeah. Kirkland donkey. All right. Here's the uh, this. Oh, I wish he always talked like this. I wrote this is Gerard Butler using his actual accent. So here you go. Now the seekers swallow them fast. That way it just burns your stomach and not your throat. 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 Yeah. Throat. Throat. You really got to play in the accent there in case they didn't know. He's so cool. I love that guy. I really do. I like do. unapologetically. I like Gerard Butler. All right. Yeah. That's just He's what I'm going to how many years is this from uh, 300? Let's see. That was 09. This was, how do I even know that? Am I right about that? Yep. 09. Um, so that's whatever it was. It would be pretty soon yeah. that he would be all buff and ready to rock. Yeah. And then he would, you know, he would lose all that and he would uh, save the president. Yeah. He'd soften up some, get a little gushy yeah. and then uh, save Aaron yeah. Eckhart, but not his wife. He'll let her slip no. through his hands. Um, all right. Here's a uh, forget the bird. Oh, this is great. Forget the bird and use the scope, you wanker. Nice. 
<laughs> you wanker. You never heard Dr. Bashir talk like that on the on the Deep Space Nine before. It's pretty good. All right, here's McConaughey making a weird sound. You guys will like this one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't even ask you about if there was something that grossed you out the most. Because I did write down um, lots of McConaughey spit trails when he talked. Like, he had a yeah. lot of spit connecting his lips when he would open his mouth and talk. Congratulations. Right. You are the winner. Really? That is exactly what grossed out. Yeah. No, that but was what it. about why, why was he always stretching? He always seemed so uncomfortable. Because he's got he always like to when stretch. you get up from somewhere, we're like, yeah, that's what that sound is. Yeah, yeah. it's him stretching. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think he was just. Um, I don't know. You got to stretch those muscles to make it more. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, who's in charge here? Who's in charge? All right, it's him yelling. It's who's in charge? Replay that again. It sounds. Who's in charge? <laughs> It's like he's a little bit drunk there. It's almost like someone said, hey, we're in church. Who's in charge? It sounds like he's in charge. Who's in charge? George? Who's in George? Oh, that's even worse. Who's in charge? Who's in George? (laughs) Green Needle. All right. Uh, Let's see. When, uh, where they came. Oh, I don't know what this is. Rebuilt the National Guard C-5A. Flew it 8,000 miles on two engines and tried to set it down on the old strip outside of Manchester. Oh, good for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. I was going to work one of those in. Yeah, good job. Yeah, I wondered why, why he would yell that at the bottom of that clip there. Yeah. All right, someone said this about the film sack hosts. You see, they have great vision in the day. They have even better vision at night. But in the failing light, they can't focus. <laughs> That's totally us, dude. Yeah. In, the, in the failing light, we can't focus. What does that mean? Uh, that, that line just hung with good me. Good vision it's, during the day, good, better vision at night. But the transition, dusk, it's right dusk. Right now, yeah. dusk is like their, their weak point. Yeah, yeah like people. Exactly. You're not oh, supposed to drive stuff. during dusk or whatever. It's the same idea. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. But at their night, vision is, is a mystery to me. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't ask too many questions. Was little, I, did, I did like his description of their first dragon takedown, and I, I, I almost kind of wish they had a just Showed oh it. yeah, that would have Instead been a cool visual. It. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. The, and the, and stuff. the whole well, whatever. The 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 they also kind of had predator vision for a while because then they you know a couple oh, times yeah. we got yeah that was the yeah, yeah. fish eyed. I looking. didn't really need to see that. I get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but told me their vision was kind of bad. I mean, there's something about just seeing it, the though. dragon kind of look like. I can't really see you. But there's what something like there's something about a big fish-eyed, overexposed view of a thing that's coming after you. I think that works though. It's okay. Yeah. Maybe it's just a flat-out reptile thing. Like uh, when I used to uh, hunt rattlesnakes uh, as you know, teenage, <laughs> they uh, true story, <laughs> right? But there's a there's a, a time of day when they're practically helpless. Like you, uh, we would go out to this old airport where it, the people weren't using it as an airport anymore, but there were still these big concrete runways yeah. and the snakes would lay out on that concrete at dusk. And they were like, because that's, it was warm and, and the air was getting cool. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they were kind of helpless at that time of day. Like, you know, a snake, it, it's just for whatever reason, yeah, they start slowing down as they yeah, get colder. Yeah. yeah, it's like uh, uh, if you've got a hornet's nest, the best time to take it out is just after dusk, after they're they're done going out and getting there. I just 
I've just realized yeah. that my life is a lot less adventurous than both of you guys. <laughs> well, when I was hunting uh, hornets right. at abandoned <laughs> airports, <laughs> uh, but you're absolutely right. Like if you, if you have a wasp nest that you need to take care of, you wait yeah. until later in the in the evening. I feel like Early the dork evening, who's yeah. listening to two, uh, two grizzled old warriors. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're all of a sudden we're Quint in uh, Jaws. One time yeah, I had to work. Know. One time I had to work twelve hours in a row working on a computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The best time to change RAM in a compact 3000 is That's just right. after dusk. That's right. That's when her eyes are the best. All right, here's uh, here's her Polish is showing. Once they jump from the chopper, that's their life expectancy. She doesn't sound American at all. No. I mean, not, you know, for a minute she did, and then she didn't, and then she did, and then she didn't. So. Look, America is made up of people of all different different cultures and countries and right yeah. i'll, yeah. I'll tell you with with no much more material material than they gave her to work with i really believed her chemistry with uh oh she's good with o'quinn yeah i think yeah she's a good I, mean, actress. I really believe what she was delivering every yeah, time i did too i like yeah. her a lot i uh, liked her i, I liked everything that, about her character the, the accent just threw me she may as well just used yeah. it and just said you know she didn't well, need to be her up on the way yeah who cares right be polish yeah. On TV tropes, the trope uh, for this one is called "Ooh, me accent slipping." <laughs> and, uh, I like that. Every every big actor in this movie is listed in the yeah. TV tropes page for "Ooh, me accent slipping." And Believe the it. one the one that's the biggest is Gerard Butler. Apparently, Gerard Butler can't keep an accent to save his life in anything. He has. A I hard didn't time. think he was trying to do an accent. Well, not in I here. Thought he I not thought that here. was, yeah, I was just saying. Yeah, in here, yeah. this is his actual accent. This we're talking is his like, real voice, yeah. Yeah, we're talking like, you know, the Olympus has fallen thing. You can hear 300, it. 300. Right. Yeah, 300. Play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotta yeah. You got to watch that new uh, Greenland, the the meteor oh, disaster yeah. movie. That's on I my list, and it's also um, streaming. It's on HBO or something, right? Like, I can just watch that. You can watch it right now. It's streaming on HBO Max, I think. All right. It's, it's you guys are always the... too free with you can watch it right now stuff. I'm like, well, no, yeah, I can't. Okay. Doing can a podcast. Right now if you pay for this service. <laughs> um, it's not like, you know, between the two of those who wish me dead, the Angelina Jolie thing, that uh, feels I more like that the, crap. Go ahead. It's like that is the 90s cliffhanger uh, action movie trope fest. Yeah. Did you watch uh, that as well? Did I did. Yeah, the, and I it, thought I felt like that, you know, that felt right. It like it could have been a 90s action. Yeah. Film. I and I tried to I tried to figure out why what was my problem with the film because I mean, there's some parts in it that are it's fine. It's fine, mm-hmm. but it's it fine. definitely felt like it was affected by COVID because I felt like none of the actors they had like such small crews and mm-hmm. it was like uh, they like never actually there. interacted. Yeah. It's a little it's like Tig Nataro and uh and yeah. Dave Batista in the same scene. They're not really there. Yeah, yeah Dave Batista, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Can we call those who wish me dead die hard in a forest fire? Sure. Kind of. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. Sure. sure. Why not? I'm trying to think of another movie where somebody befriends a kid that they have to keep alive, like Witness kind yeah. of thing. Or uh, Oh, yeah. Witness. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Witness in a fire. Um, Witness but, in a fire. <laughs> but, uh, but Greenland, back to Gerard Butler, Greenland is better than a 90s, typical like 90s action film even though it feels like it could have just come from that that right. uh, genesis i really do want to see that one just seems like a thing yeah. maybe tonight me and kim will plop down and watch there you that. go yeah that's when you can have an ipad on your lap for yeah really greenland no no no, no i'm kidding it's it's <laughs> 
Careful, careful. We have the world's foremost. uh, uh, (laughs) Right. right. Watch out now. I know I'm ridiculous. police. It's not ridiculous. I just think you're old fashioned that way. And I I respect it. I don't think it's a negative thing. Yeah. I need to do that more. No, it's definitely a thing that, yeah, I know I shouldn't. It's like the uh, uh, watching a movie on my iPad right before bed. Yeah, I know I shouldn't, but right. I lay in bed and I want to watch something before I fall I'm asleep. Okay with, I'm okay with that. That doesn't I'm a grown-ass man who wants to do g- yeah. shitty ideas. That doesn't, that doesn't bother me. People I can't remember watching something as they go to bed. But it was a Twitter post that was like, uh, me, I trust the science iPad. Well, then you really shouldn't look at me right before bed. You should you should have some wind down time where you don't have uh, blue light shedding your eyes. Yeah. And then me, whatever. I want to watch Friends. Yeah, yeah. trust the yeah. science. I want to. I want to trust right now. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like, don't drink too much carbonation, or you'll get kidney stones. Okay. Well, I'm still drinking it. So, what are you gonna do? Right. Uh, Peter right. Butler. I just want to say, I we may have said this when we watched the movie 300. Um, this is a guy who is such a good actor and never peaked like 300, I guess is his peak or maybe how to train your dragon, which is not live action. And it's like, uh, like maybe he it's in his future. He'll have like a, a big movie, right. That starts him. But otherwise he's just making, he's just making whatever movies he wants to make. And he's a perfectly good actor. The movie for me is chasing Mavericks. And I probably asked you to watch this, like when we watched 300 and you haven't, Please. Can I watch it? Can I watch it right now? Chasing Mavericks. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Dunaway's list is getting longer. How many simultaneous movies can he watch while he's doing a film? 2012's Chasing Mavericks. Oh, right. I remember you telling us to watch this. And I and I still I still say you should. It's it's just a good little movie. Uh Okay, I'm I'm marking it down so I don't forget. He's always enjoyable. I I've liked Mm -hmm. just about everything he's done except for Geostorm. Um, I think. Oh, did you watch Geostorm? Oh, absolutely! You didn't guys didn't watch no, Geostorm? I it. No, uh-uh. no, I knew we. Yeah, I knew we talk watch about it here eventually. Talk so. about wanting. Talk about wanting to get an iPad device in the other room. Yeah, they had a pretty good uh, accompanying the video game. game. Yeah, that game was good. Yeah. That was, it was really good. I feel like it was, it was like a, a game a, before, and they came to him and said, "Hey, what if we branded this? Are you guys cool with that?" And the developer said, "Yeah, man, we weren't going to sell any of these before, so <laughs> yeah, it was like the it was like the Hitman Go." Uh, kind of style that that turn-based deal yeah it was cool so many moves and then you had to then the environment would make a move and right it was right. A, it was very cool um it did All right, so can we keep that on the list for film sec though even though brian's storm. already seen oh, it geostorm absolutely now now i said you know, you know it was it wasn't a good movie but it was a film sack movie for sure oh 100 okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to see it. Another disaster movie with Gerard Butler. Why not? Yeah, why not? Yep. Um, it's on HBO Max right now. Yeah, I'm watching it. Yeah, is it really? You're watching it right now. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> yeah, are you watching it right now? Hot action movie summer. Something about his throat. Whole throat. Now the secret swallowing fast. That way, just bunch your stomach and not your throat. 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 He's telling like he's like he's throwing up. Yeah. Throat. Throat. <laughs> All right. Here's whispery Matt. I like to call him. Enjoy this. Are you ready to ride? Because you got about 30 seconds till the bitch is on top of you. You bring her to me. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> I really uh, thought that would have been prom night, but okay, whatever. Yeah. I played this at the... <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Pretty oh, good. that is really good. Dang it. Play this at the top of the show, but I'll play it again. One dragon down, three men dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at that rate, we might just be getting somewhere in about 320 years. Yeah. 
A little longer though. <laughs> he hadn't he hadn't nailed down sarcasm yet. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. One dragon down, three men dead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, that's the worst uh yeah, sarcasm you know, know. segue. It almost oh, sounds yeah. like he's doing an impression of himself to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I wonder if I could do my own voice and then he did. All right. Maybe he got some of his acting uh, from Macho Man Randy Savage. Might have been. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Snap into a Slim Jim. All right, check this out. I don't know what this is. These beasts live on ash. They feed on death. There's no middle ground. Not for them. Not for us. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Keep could, stepping on my Twitter post, Johnson. I couldn't perfect. help it. I couldn't help it. <laughs> All right. Oh, this is interesting. Okay, so check this out. <laughs> I get an envelope in the mail. Sometimes, you know, I get these. But this one says, from Brian's prom date herself. This oh. is from her, not your parents. Not We you never know. hear from her. This no. is great. Yeah, this is pretty great. Um, this is, and then there's a note saying, this is, the, this is audio uh, proof of why... Brian is such a good kisser on prom night. <laughs> okay, so this is, I guess, why you're such a good kisser on prom night. Here you sure. Go. Let's find sure. out. Two glands in the mouth. Secrete separate chemicals, yeah. Okay, two glands uh-huh. in your mouth. Oh, that was two. really fast yeah. the way he said that. Yeah. Well, he was, you know, he was hurrying. It was Quinn. He was yeah. getting it on. Lord. Uh, here's, yeah, one uh, of them's a numbing agent. The other one is a uh, delightful <laughs> lavender spray. Okay, Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why Bill Cosby? Why? I, I, why? Are you roofie in that oh, girl? Or what? Okay. One of one of them is full of one of them is Jello pudding, <laughs> and the other one is Coca Cola. Theo. All right, here's uh, Bashir yelling Quinn. Quinn. All right, there's that. Uh, oh, Nukes didn't do this. Nukes didn't do this. All right, there's that. Nukes. Oh, what does Christian Bale say here? Okay, it's fun, time for contest. All right, here yay! What did Christian Bale say? There's water. Help me. There's water. Yeah, but what? There's water. Oh yeah, there's water. But he there's said something water. before that. There's water. It's like a, oh, somebody else is talking. Somebody else is. There's water. It was a weird scene, you guys. It made no sense. It to was. Me. I I did have to turn on the closed caption. <laughs> did once you really? Twice. Yeah, once or twice. <laughs> I don't like you know. doing it, but yeah. sometimes it's necessary. You know, I didn't even think of that. I would have done that if I'd have thought about it, yeah. and then I would know, and I wouldn't have played the file. But it wouldn't matter because the guy just the, the person who was translating part of it just said, "I don't know." Yeah, and just, something about water. <laughs> I <laughs> do, inaudible. I do feel like we need a film sec theme song that is like. What what was this line yeah, or something what, like what, that? What, right? did, what did they what say? Did say? Oh, right. We need to have like uh, that would be a cool uh, that'd be a cool game. Like the little <laughs> community games we've been playing, we yeah. could maybe yeah. throw some kind of somebody get on that. Make us a game. Yeah, make us a game. Someone go make a game. It'll take no time at all. Yeah, no, be, none of kick, your yeah, yeah, easy. No real effort or work or anything. Nope. Just make it. Nope. Yeah, and we're not paying you. Just, yeah, you, don't you all have, didn't get you that all have, vibe. Yeah. We all think you have more free time than we do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you know quicksack, uh, quicksack dot Lee and uh, filmsack. Uh, yeah, the other one. They, Think of all the exposure. Those, guys, those all can get together. You guys get together, make it together. Okay, all you programmer types, get it, get it done. Um, all right, here's uh, his final clip. I don't remember what it is, so we'll just play it. They want to speak to the person in charge. Oh, good for you! Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. I forgot he said that so many times in this in this film. Um, all right, that's it for. You must have been uh, watching rewrite the director's my, cut. Rewriting my thing right now. <laughs> That's the end of that. Now this. (laughs) 
It's the film sack checklist. You can always tell the crazy guy by how bald he is and how sweaty he gets. I don't know if that's. <laughs> I shouldn't. I don't want to speak for all bald people, Brian. I don't want. Yeah, to. wait a minute. Yeah, but he's right. not sweaty. I've never seen Ibbot sweat ever. What? You've seen me I've never Con? seen you sweat. I know. That's what I'm saying. I've seen you I'm ride like bikes. A, I'm like I've a see- fire hose at Dragon I've seen Con. you. I've seen you be active, but I've never seen you sweat. No, I take oh, okay. that back. I have yeah. seen you drink a lot of liquor and then sweat, but that's not really sweat. That's liquor. That's, liquor that's really to just, escape that's your body. my body. Right. That's my body right. expelling gin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's figured out how to focus all of his perspiration through his taint, so no one ever notices. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's all taint. Is that down there. sweat? What is that? Yeah. It's... <laughs> Drunk Scott taint wrong. <laughs> look, when I'm no, never mind. I'm not gonna go there. All right, look, this next one. Uh, they should call that sneaky dragon Sam Fisher of dragons. Check and always. Huh. Finally, keep your what? Oh, always keep your McConaughey axe for later. They just wanted to keep that damn axe, man. It's like I love when you can't you can't even understand what. Well, you I spelled out. McConaughey all wrong. It's like so oh. wrong. So it looks man, like man, I have never spelled oh. McConaughey in my life. I always just start writing something that kind of looks like it and then writes clicking and Google searching. Kind it's, of it's, yeah. it's McConaughey. Basically, yeah. oh. I, and it's funny because oh, yeah. I'm Tuesday gonna remember night, that. Yeah, remember <laughs> oh, good that. for you. Good for you. Uh this last Tuesday night, he came up as a trivia question talking about uh his run for governor. And uh mm. I almost correctly spelled them. I actually put two N's instead of oh, no. just one, but everything else I got right. Yeah, did it count? Is that, is that, does no. that go against you? It does not, it does not okay. uh, matter. Yeah, they don't care about spelling. Oh, unless, that's good. Unless the trivia question specifically says, spell. spell the name of this medical condition or something like that. Well, this right. is how I spelled McConaughey's because it was like a, you know, his, his axe. So I put McConaughey's. Here's how I spelled it. M-O, or sorry, M-A-C-O-N-E-H-E-E-S. Mac now, now sing it like the Mickey Mouse Club song. Yeah. <laughs> M-A-C. <laughs> See you real soon. I just, I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered at the time. And then Why? I paid because for it. I keep getting, uh, staying the same age. Same age every day. All right. Here's uh, some Star Trek connections for you. It turns out there's a ton. Randy, what did yes. you, you find there? Oh, uh, he currently goes by Alexander Siddig, but... In Deep Space Nine, he worked under the name Sidig El Fadil. And no, he's not Middle Eastern. Uh, Sidig is African. He was born in Sudan and raised in England. Uh, in addition to Deep Space Nine, I had forgotten uh, he was in an episode of The Next Generation. Uh, and the episode was called Dr. Bashir. Sure, oh, remember that one. I don't remember that. That's cool. Um, um, Alice uh, Krieg, yeah. uh, she was the Disney parent in this movie, right? Yeah. Uh, Disney, Disney kills off your, your mom at the beginning of the movie. Uh, she was, of course, the Borg queen in Star Trek First Contact. Uh, yeah. She also got a whole episode of Star Trek Voyager. And guess what that one was called? Uh, Borg queen goes to town. Borg queen, yeah. That's exactly Dr. Bashir. If you're wondering, is there like a shared network like connection between these actors in this movie? Yes, there is. Mm. Uh, the director of Reign of Fire, Rob Bowman, was part of the Star Trek family in the late 80s and early 90s. He directed 13 episodes of The Next Generation. And the, here's the weird thing. Uh, he, he directed the fifth episode of the entire series where no one has gone before. But after that, he they always called on him to direct the Data episodes. Like, I guess Brent Spiner likes Rob Bowman. I don't oh, know. But don't know, he directed man. Data Lore. He directed Elementary, My Dear Data. He directed Brothers. You remember the Brothers oh, episode yeah, where... Yeah. 
Brent Spiner plays three different characters. Yeah, oh, he plays yeah. the creator and then the two robots, Lore and Data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, look at all that Star Trek just dripping off that thing. Uh, well, well done. <laughs> Gross. That is Here, sick. <laughs> Star Trek great. I give it a an ALO for a little overdrawn, but it was okay for what we had. It's fine. Just a little, you know, a little too. I don't know. A little. A little. <laughs> like just a lot of tones, you know. That wasn't wasn't my favorite thing, but it was all right. Uh, all right. I don't I don't have uh, much to go on with uh, Edward Shermer as a composer. Mm. Uh, he's fine. Yeah, like he, he's fine. He, he has he worked on the Charlie's Angels movies. He composed the score yeah. for Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. It's fine. Yeah, yeah those, those are fine. all fine. Those yeah, are all I, fine. I enjoyed all of those. Yeah, they're all they're all efficient soundtracks. It's fine. Yeah. Adequate. Yeah, perfectly adequate. adequate. You did, perfectly you did, adequate. You did job. Yeah. You, you did job. Not everybody can be, you know, John Williams. You got to be somewhere else, and it's fine. All right. Moving on to the soundtrack grader. I already did that. Let's move on yeah, to the Twitter right. post. Twitter post is where you guys sum this thing up in 280 characters or less. I'm going to really shake things up and turn this table over and start this week with Randy. Rain of fire. It's a dark, dirty place. There are about. 15 men for every one woman. And it seems like everyone is scared 24 seven until this one bald guy shows up and he's not afraid of anything, but that's when the men start fighting just like a Saturday night. at The The pause was real good. There's men at Ibbett's house on Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. All you ever hear is many sweaty, gross men. Yeah. Very. (laughs) It's mostly men, mostly men, men, one woman, but mostly men. And by one one woman, it's Tina. She's upstairs avoiding the whole thing. <laughs> right. Um, There's a bunch right. of men down there. Let's oh, go over now to Brian Dunaway there. Rain of fire. What do we do when we are awake? Keep both eyes on the screen. What do we do when we sleep? I don't know. We're asleep. What do we do when we watch a movie? Put away our iPads and devices, you wanker. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> Did you. Good for you. You altered your thing throughout the show a little there, right? Yeah, that was great. It was very, sometimes, very. Sometimes done. I have to write it while I'm doing it. Yeah, very deftly done. I thought that was great, especially the wanker reference because I remember that as well. Wanker. Uh, okay, finally bringing up the rear here, we got Brian Ibbett. I don't want to read mine now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Actually, I did come up with a with a backup. So here's here's my original. Okay. Oh, so you killed a dragon and lost three men? Oh, good for you. <laughs> so here's here's my backup. Feinfeldish right there. Yeah, very good. Here's my backup. Rain of Fire, welcome to a 2020 that looks only slightly shittier than the actual 2020. Hmm. That's pretty good and true and sad at the same time. Exactly. Well done. Um, All right. Let's get to this uh, this here uh, alternate title business because that was just handed to me. The movie was almost called Puff the Pissed Off Dragon. <laughs> or try not to breathe in Creedy when you go upstairs. Oh, that's a little oh, dark. A little dark. Oh, creedy. That, oh, too deep. Yeah, too he soon. Got, he got cooked real good there. Um, yeah. When those guys showed up at that door and they were like digging themselves out and trying to get back in and they were about to apologize or he said he was right or whatever, I kept right. thinking, do they smell Creedy? Is Creedy there still? Like, is there right. parts of Creedy in that little room in there? Are we going to ignore that? Anyway, that drove yeah. me a little. There was no creedy left. There was no creedy left. Uh, let's move on to no. this uh, email. We get emails, and we got a couple of them today uh, that I want to read. They're all short. Came to us at filmsack at gmail.com. Short and sweet always gets in, everybody. Use, use this as your as your uh, 
template. But yes. Short is good. We like him short. Anarchy from New Jersey wrote in says, guys, you have to sack phone booth. Colin Farrell, Kiefer Sutherland, the oh. Forrest Whitaker, the yes. great Forrest Whitaker. What a cast and such a bad movie. I actually really like the phone booth, so I'm not going to agree with him yet. I, I, I liked phone booth, too. Yeah. I'm down with this. Kiefer yeah. Sutherland? Yes. Will this movie hold up to a generation that has no idea what an effing phone book phone booth is? Yeah, some, I think I bet so some because kids, kids maybe maybe not. But anybody, yeah. you know, yeah. born before yeah. 2000 or something. Sure. Yeah. sure. This is 2002, so I mean, this was pretty late even for us to have a phone booth on a corner. Right. Right. Depends right. where you were. Yeah. Like yeah, in the country, does. they were still pretty common. Yeah, they, yeah, and they were in the cities. They had like phone this booths in, out in the country. Sure, they have. They out had them in New York. Fields? They had them in well, New York. You see still? those when you're hunting rattlesnakes. Hell, they still. I think they still have them in New York, right? Or no, no, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, My I saw life some. Was... I saw some in the airport, and I was like, "Oh, there's a phone booth." Whoa! I mean, yeah. not, you know, it's well, thanks, Keanu. <laughs> did you Did you get in and go time Whoa. traveling too? Whoa! Yeah, not a not a fully enclosed phone booth. Actually, take that back. When I was in Vegas in one of the uh, in the Circa Hotel, they actually have a phone booth that you can stand in. Oh, but it's the old. But it is the it's old uh, school, like old British looking. The UK reddish, yeah, red red paneled one. What do they call that? There's a name for that. Phone box, maybe phone box. Phone box. Phone That's box. it. Yeah. Um, uh, I was gonna say. Not yeah. like a police box. I feel like we're done with those in a post-COVID pa- uh, path- Ooh, pathogens yeah. everywhere. Where I felt weird getting into it, honestly. <laughs> just seems like a thing that's going to go away, but if it hadn't already. Right. Yeah. Anyway, but here's the thing. Time and space? That was also Joel Schumacher who made that movie, who you know we'd all just given shit to all the time for Batman nipples and all that, but I think it's one of his better movies, so I'm, I'm going to disagree that it's bad. I think it's... Great. He says it's still uh, suspenseful as hell. Great movie for your audience. I think you will enjoy it. I promise, says Anarchy from New Jersey. We agree. I agree. We'll put that in yeah. there. Sure. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I kind of thought we did it. But, right now, but we'll, we'll keep an eye. We'll, I fi- think, we'll find it. Did, yeah. we ever, did we ever see, um, was it Cell Phone with uh, Chris uh, Evans? Wasn't uh, that, what was it called? Not Cell, the Stephen King it thing. Was not the Stephen King thing. No, 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 not that, that. No, he was literally, he, he had a cell phone uh oh what was it called i don't know uh it was was something like not the cell cellular cellular that was what cellular cellular you remember that this came out yeah this was uh kim basinger yeah this was a couple years after phone booth this was the next generation we had a younger actor what listen to this kim basinger chris evans jason statham sign me up Oh my yeah, gosh, who else? William H. Yeah. William H. Macy's in this? Yeah. <laughs> Jessica Biel, yeah. This, this is the first time I really noticed uh, okay. Chris Evans. I was I'm like, in. Oh, I'm this in. Guy. Yeah, directed by the same guy who directed Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. Oh, well then, forget it. Just kidding. Wow. Um, and it's everywhere. It's on Hulu. It's on Sling TV. <laughs> Stars. You can watch Prime. it now. Yeah. Right. You can watch it right now. Cellular, a hot action movie for the summer. Yeah. Um. There's actually, yeah, it's a good bit. I mean, it's got yeah. Jason Statham in it. Of course, it's a yeah. hot action summer. Yeah. Yeah. This was so. This was before his Fantastic Four. Yeah. Before he did Johnny. Yep. Right before. Right yep. before. Yeah. Well, three years before that was 2005. This was 2002. It'll be fun. Oh no, this was 2004. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And he was skinny before he did Johnny and left a trailing blank there for some reason. Yeah. Instead of my brain saying Johnny Blaze, Johnny Blaze, right, right. my brain was like Johnny Five. Johnny <laughs> yeah. Five, yeah. he is alive. Johnny Demonic, don't you yeah. remember? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wasn't he also in Push? Do I have that right? 
the novel by Sapphire? Not the that was that was um. <laughs> what's he? No, he wasn't in that. That 2009's was 2009's um, Push, right? Was that was that him? No, uh, him. Uh, that was old. What's his face? That's yes. Anakin. Nope, well, was it? That okay. is that is Chris Evans. Oh, yep. Chris Evans, okay. Dakota Fanning. Yeah, okay. It is. A, it was another X Men like. Yeah, I remember this yep. now. And he was a little more. Sue. He was slightly more buff, but still pretty skinny. You know, we you know my favorite thing to you know what you know what I know a movie is going to be right for film sec is mm-hmm. when I Google search it. And then halfway down the page, it says, people also ask, and it's always, <laughs> is Cellular a good movie? It's always that question. Yeah, uh, is, right. Uh, is right. Insert Movie a good movie? And no one ever asks that no. about the show. Is Shawshank Redemption no. a good movie? No, no. <laughs> the answer? If you have no. a question, it's not. It's not. Uh, well, uh, real quick here. What's Dakota Fanning? Her sister seems to have lapped her lately. Let's see. <laughs> Well, have you noticed that? What's Dakota Fanning doing? Well, a long time there. Dakota Fanning was the bomb when she was the kid, and she was like just blowing everybody away, like Man on Fire and all these kind of movies. And then, and then her sister Ellie comes up out of nowhere, and everyone thought, oh, whatever, Ellie Fanning. But now she's almost like the Elizabeth Olsen to the Olsen twins style sibling. Yeah, and she's, I think she kind of beat her sister to the. Punch. I'm just putting it out there to the universe. Please make a series two for the great. The great was so. Oh, they are love. They that. are doing a season two. Yeah. Is they bringing Nux back? Is he back in? Um, what's his name? Nux. Um, uh, uh, Dom Hall. The, no, the other one. He played Nux in Fury Road. Uh, oh, 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 yes. Uh, right. Uh, King King Jerkhead. Nick Holt. Nick Holt. Nick Holt. Yep. Uh, he's he is he is back. So good. Oh my gosh. He is great. Guy. Yeah. Now again, if I was into dudes. That'd be a guy, you know. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, second email. This is from Fool to Dream. It says, I can't believe you guys didn't notice Tig Nicotaro being photoshopped in that movie. It was super obvious. I mean, I for for look, all of Zack Snyder's movies looks like everyone's photoshopped in all the time. Like yeah. they're very digital and very so once you accept the overall mon or the motif, it doesn't hmm it doesn't strike you as unusual that she is or isn't there. I only right. knew cause someone told me, but in like, I think it was you, Ibit, who didn't know until after you'd seen it. No, it was done away. It was done away. And know. you didn't notice. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's that weird not to notice that if you're no. looking for it. Sure. But that's true of all his movies. Everyone looks like they're placed in there. Right. So. Everybody's in front of a green screen anyway. So yeah, uh, that's how you act now. That's what you do. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got an email finally from Cody who says, Dear Film Sack Wizards. Ooh, Wizards. Ooh, I like that. Well, I don't know if I like I do and do not like that. Yeah. You're a wizard, Randy. Um, it says, Just an FYI, I found out about uh, rewatching 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, <laughs> Scott, your favorite Sam Rockwell was head thug in the movie. It made me laugh when I figured it out and thought of you guys. Love the pants worn by all frogs productions, Cody. <laughs> so let's um let's let's dig into this a bit. We saw the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or was it the sequel that we saw? We saw part two, right? Oh, geez. Hold we, on. I think yeah. I'm pretty sure because sure, we had rescue. Casey in there, right? And he was in part two. Um let's see, teen age. Quick sack Lee. Lee. Yeah. Uh, teens, teens. So it was <laughs> Film Stack 225 uh-huh. from November 2014. Um, you can count on Scott to abbreviate things. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> EMNT. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I mean, yeah, in, right. in the future, I didn't know we'd have this cool site in the future. I should have spelled it out. But yeah. And, uh, 
I like I have really fond memories of this, so I don't necessarily want to find out that I hated it. I I hope I. <laughs> I hope I hope it's the kind of movie that I want to watch again and enjoy. But the point is we've seen it and so we already had sure. these thoughts, but I did we notice that Sam Rockwell was in it? Maybe we did. I don't know. I don't remember. Was he in makeup or something? Hold on. Teenage <laughs> mutant Teen ninja. See, now you know why I love Scott has to say it when he spells it. Uh 19 yeah. or sorry, 1990, right? Okay, this is the movie. Um, you can watch it right now. It's on HBO Max. It is, <laughs> but we already saw it. Is the point? Uh, I don't see. I see Corey Feldman as Donatello. I forgot. Sam Rockwell was in the cast. Oh, list. head thug. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Weird. <laughs> All right. Well, we already watched <laughs> Look at it. That. <laughs> so. Huh. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, thanks for the emails, everybody. Send your emails to filmsack at gmail.com. It's super easy, and you know how to do it. F- uh, filmsack at gmail.com. We love your f- uh, feedback and questions, comments, and so forth. Please send them in. And like I said, if they're brief, they almost always get read. Uh, Alien is our next movie. Yeah. Ooh, baby. I can't believe it. And we're going to do the whole series, not right in a row, but a little spaced out. But the goal is to go Alien, spaced Aliens, out. Alien 3, uh, Resurrection, I don't know if we'll go beyond that. If we do, we could. We could do the AVPs and all that if we want. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's yeah. a good place to, you know, that's and we're the gonna canon. Say a, we're going to say this a million times. It's Alien, singular, 1979. Right. Yeah. The first one. Yeah, the first mm-hmm. one. Is the one we're watching. Alien. Currently streaming on crap. Where is it? It uh, is on no, uh, Prime Video or um, at Brian's house on the <laughs> I think they should all come to your house. You got your VHS uh, celebration set of the Alien series. Right. I had to burn that. Of course you do. Um, Yeah, you're right. It is on Prime, Fubo, a couple other places. Okay, I thought the first movie wasn't streaming when we were talking. uh, It's streaming on Prime. But it's on Prime now. It's on Prime with with commercials, though, right? Isn't it some weird thing? Um, Oh, right. Right, right, right. I'm going to watch it on, I have this on Blu-ray, so yeah. I'm going to watch it there. Yeah. Well, I yep. actually, I've converted it to the uh, movie service. What, what's it called now? Plex. Movie Watch, whatever, oh. whatever the most recent consolidation movies of anywhere. all the your movies anywhere. So, yeah. yeah. Which oh. you can watch on Amazon if you have. Watch it on whatever, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's a thing. We're going to do that. I can't wait to get through. I love this whole series, so I'm very excited yep. that we're finally, all these years later, getting to Alien movies. What the hell took us so long? It's nuts. It's like watching Predator for, for like, what are we, how have we not seen these movies? It's insane. <laughs> but here we are. We're doing it. So uh, watch that next week. That's Alien. And uh, that'll be right here on Filmsack. Filmsack.com is our website. You can find us there. Super easy. Like I mentioned, Filmsack at gmail.com is our email address. And if you'd like to find us on Twitter, uh, that's a fun place to go because we always post weird stuff during the week. But then when we watch the movies, we'll post a bunch of GIFs and screen caps and commentary. In fact, somebody reported one of our posts and got our account shut down, which was fantastic. Thanks so much for whoever did that. Wow. Um, It's back to working because we deleted the offending tweet. But it was a tweet with with an image from uh, Army Army of the the Dead. And the, 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 the thing claimed that it was like breaking all these rules about gore and excessive this or that. And. Like, dude, the movie's on freaking Netflix. What are you guys doing? This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Sure. What? I must not be looking at Twitter right because I see that kind of BS all the time. what I mean. Somebody, that's why I'm saying, somebody somewhere, whoever you are, thanks a lot, went and uh, 
did a troll report and got us reported. So lame. I can't believe they post this. You you turned Scott on me briefly. Oh, I wasn't turned on you. I just was like, wait, before I do anything, I wanted to make sure that Randy hadn't changed passwords or something because he and I both accessed the account. That was all that was. I I wasn't going, Randy, what have you done? It wasn't like that. (laughs) It was like, oh, no, shit, I'm about to go off, but I better check with Randy first. And then I went, oh, wait. It's a, we got trolled. So I was not feeling well. I was watching Rain of Fire. I wasn't paying attention to my text messages. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Randy, what did you do? What did you do? What did you do, bastard? By the uh, way, for yeah. those of you who don't own the series on any sort of digital platform and just want to own it, uh, the six film collection is available for thirty nine ninety nine on Apple TV. That's nice. a cheap price. It's not a bad price for six films. High def, yeah. most of and, which are very good. It's all high def. Yeah. And the, those those are usually on. Yeah, if you're still old school, I mean, the Blu-rays. I think. Yeah. If you watch them, they go on special all the time for about thirty nine. Yeah, I'm bummed. I have the Blu-rays, and then they don't have digital. You know, like oh, you didn't get digital, digital copies. Mine no, did. I bought it that. I bought it that long. Actually, mine is the is the UK release, no. but it's not region specific. Which I don't think they can do with Blu-rays, right? They can't make them region yeah. specific. Yeah, they can make them region specific. I know. They can, well, but I don't know if they do that. I don't know yeah. if anyone does that anymore. But yeah, but they can. Oh, they still yeah. do. Oh, do absolutely. They? If you're, you ever tried to buy any uh, 3D films, they're mm. they're notoriously uh, region locked. Oh. Is there a 4K yeah. version of this quadrilogy yet? Does anyone know? Ooh, no. Interesting. Blu-ray collection, and I'm I'm amused by it because if you go browse Amazon and look up the Alien Six Film Collection, yeah, Blu-ray, mm-hmm. it it lists two actors. Uh, as starring in that collection those actors are tom scarrett and nick alder wow yeah wow so i need to know yeah. oh here it is okay so the current alien anthology films alien aliens alien 3 and resurrection on blu-ray 24 dollars on amazon but not 4k i don't looks like they don't have a 4k version. yeah i don't think they've done a 4k version there is 4k blu-ray totally for could, um, though. covenant i guess has that so mm-hmm. does uh the one before that but uh but those movies aren't as good <laughs> anyway right. um <laughs> <laughs> I may have to grab. I don't know if I've got four in Blu-ray. Erg. All right. Well, whatever. We're watching. It doesn't matter. We're watching Aliens, one of the greatest series of all uh-huh. time, and uh, it's, uh, even the bad ones are great. So, Prison Colony one. I am. I am not a hater. I don't know what everyone's not at all. Three. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Love that no, one. not at all. I mean, I'm mad about what char- what happened to characters, but I'm. I got over that. Who? I got over it. Like Hicks and Newt and everybody. Yeah, the the, the characters who worked so hard to survive the second movie. <laughs> Right, the ones the, the ones you really you know by the end we're like oh great it, our favorite it, it people makes have survived me, it makes me laugh it makes me laugh every time you complain about that and then give me shit for Toy Story three <laughs> <laughs> no Toy Story three is great Toy Story two ending of the characters forever in your mind a happy ending have you seen four I, I know we should have part three where we bring them out and beat the shit out of them and then. Leave them in a terrible place. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, what about four? How do you feel about four? Have you watched I that? didn't watch four because you screwed me oh. on three. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love this. Uh, this is amazing. All right. Um, that's that's next week. Too. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah Dunaway's not a fan. Doesn't like that. He feels he feels betrayed by what happened yeah, with Toy don't, Story. Don't take, don't take my don't take my beloved characters who are all nice and comfy in my mind forever. Yeah. yeah. Pixar are, pull them out and Pixar no longer has a friend in Brian. This change right. the song. You've got no friend in me is what you'd say. Brian, are there other Pixar movies you just have never seen? Like Yeah, ever- absolutely. I after after I learned my lesson on that, they tried to bring that Cars 3 where where he's like uh 
failing in his career and, and it's the end of his career. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't need to see him <laughs> fail. Thanks anyway. So it's a sequel problem. Appreciate you. Yeah. You don't like the sequels is what you're saying. No, I, I like sequels. Part twos are usually good because it's like the character at the top of their game. But then I don't need a three where they go, hey, let's let's uh, wrap up their complete life story and and leave our character in a a, you know, a, a state of. of ugh. Yeah, I got to watch four still. I still haven't seen it, but not for your reasons. I was just lazy. Yeah, I hadn't gotten around to it. Just lazy. Yeah, I still I'm too busy looking at my phone. An iPad. I'm, I'm, I'm behind like three Pixar movies. I don't know what my problem is. I got to get in I'm there. I'm more than that. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all so much for listening to the show. Tell your friends. Leave us reviews where you get your podcasts, all that stuff. It really helps. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Wanka. We'll, we'll see you next time. Wanka. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.